What's up, what's happening? My name is Faust, aka Faust, the bad guy. And right now, we are on I Said What I Said. And today, we are going to discuss about police brutality and the entire NSARS movement. Let's go. Are you into big boy? I actually do want to travel around Nigeria. It's just a trick. Oh, to go to Was that one time I asked a question? The teacher said, is it time for questions? <laughs> Can't you wait? This is the podcast for you. I mean, just a sidebar to Christian. Nobody's getting saved by the fact that you're not getting some. Act of being an adult, grown up is city. <laughs> yeah. what we're talking about. I said what I said. The Unsolicited Opinions podcast starts now. Who was prepared for this? Hi guys. Hello everybody. Um, how are you guys doing? Saz is bounced. Does that work? Yeah. Yes. <laughs> that works. That works. Saz is definitely bounced. Mm-hmm. Um, welcome to a special episode of I Said What I Said. Um, thank you guys for listening. We know lots of you are out on the streets, wherever you are, all over the world. I hope you are going out. If you are not, I hope you are planning to. Jiga, use sunscreen though. Let me tell you, I'm currently like two foundation shades darker and mm-hmm. it's just not working for me. But you know, for the cause and that. <laughs> um, what else? All if, the answers. I'm not going out for like three weeks. But after, um, if, if you're not even able to go out, like you can do stuff on social media. Yeah, yeah. you can be posting nice posters. <laughs> <laughs> you can... You can... You guys can post... You can share, you can donate, yes, that's you can, you that can organize, even like, forget even if you don't want to, because someone said, oh, they can't donate, what can they do? I say you can organize. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you, a lot of people want to go to protest and stuff, and then in the middle of the protest, they, they need food, or yeah. they need water, and there's money for it, but there's nobody to like, to organize how it's going to get. So you can organize, um, what else can you do? You can, you can tension people, yeah. You can go and talk, you can be talking to the olds. Because yes, they don't have they a don't clue. Know anything. Talk to your parents, you know, sit down with them, explain to them what's going on, why we're doing this, yeah. all of that. So there's a lot that everyone can actually be doing. You don't necessarily have to be on road um, doing that. You can be supporting all the people that are that are going out on road, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah. I was going to say, Faye, Kemi, what have you been up to? My dear. <laughs> As usual, but we know we My know what dear. you've been up to. You guys, in the last episode, in fact, <laughs> I'm going to ask, no, I'm going to ask um, ABA to play that specific bit of Akemi explaining to all of us how if anything revolutionary ever happens in this country, I told you guys last week that I was going here. to London. She's going to go to London. I told what you guys of? that at the first signs of revolution, I'm balling out. Because I'm I'm British, you guys already know this anyway. I just wanted to remind you that in case of any kind of revolution, <laughs> you're out. You're out. <laughs> flying out straight. In fact, I'm also a Ghanaian citizen, so I moved there first, then then out to my last home. So it's you people that I've seen people calling for revolution. It's you people that we fight. Ah, my parents. Both my parents are from villages, literally thirty minutes away from each other in Oshun. Let me show. Oh, sis, you fight or you farm? Revel what? And yet, here I am. <laughs> okay, they've turned me to a soldier of of protest. <laughs> anyway, we move. Mm. So it's been. I mean, it's a lot. I don't think I've slept really mm. uh, at all. Someone called me. Someone said they started calling me at six o'clock this morning, and I just thought, well, you can't really say bloody hell because fair enough. <laughs> you know, the guy was like. Why did they protest now? We need this, 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 this. I said, Baba, who gave me my number? Somebody from Twitter. I just thought, bloody hell. <laughs> you know, but it's been, it's been, 
it's been very interesting. It's been it's been nice being able to do being able to help people being able to help yeah it's always. been nice and also quite exhausting but it's important that what's we, the we update do the on so for those of you who don't know Faye Kemi has been working with a group of people to help protesters um, around the country but at the moment it's kind of focused on Ogun State yeah so, so explain what has happened there so were 30 far. of them that they just went and packed really after the protest, then they started wanting to charge them with different things. Mm -hmm. And so they were going to keep them, they were going to keep them and then take all of them to court on Monday Mm. and charge them with vandalism and breach of peace. Mm. Um, And then, you know, probably charge bail, all of these things. So we managed to get them released the next day by honestly just making a lot of noise on everybody, on everybody's head. Everybody that is in Ogo State that works in any capacity, everybody was calling them. Mm-hmm. And so they released them. But then the three of them left. And I think that the commissioner of police has decided that this is how he wants to be unfortunate in his life. Mm. He gets this kind of legacy that he wants to have. Because, believe it or not, he wants to charge these men with murder. Of who? Nobody's dead, by the way. Mm-hmm. They didn't kill anybody. So now we're trying to get somebody to step in and intervene because they haven't been charged yet. They haven't been arraigned, but that's just the motion that they've proposed. Mm-hmm. So if somebody, if the DPP, you know, the AD, if somebody steps in and says, listen, either give them a lesser charge or give them no charge, then these men can go. And so that's really what we're trying to, to, to do now. It is so long. And honestly, the police, like they don't want any, they don't want they hate what's happening. They hate the fact that people are trying to help them, you know, release protesters. They hate they hate all of it. They're so mm-hmm. angry. They want to use people as scapegoats. They just feel like it is an you know, it's, it's an like, affront. Yeah, it's, it's an affront. It's, it's an attack. It's an affront to everything they are that you're protesting in my you know, in front of my office. Mm. And so But I think that also depends on so regionally. So I was kind of joking with yeah. my parents that you can tell based on the regions what's happening. Yeah. So you know in a lot of the southwest there's a lot of begging going on. Look at those south states. south. Look at what they're doing yeah, in yeah, those yeah. states. I think it was I don't know if it was but Ekoma they took their sign. Yeah. The police sign, they carried they it. They actually carried it. In, they and that, they are they were arrested like twenty three people there. Yeah, in Benin, the policemen locked themselves <laughs> in the station. <laughs> And the, the guy beneath both attending, come, uh uh-uh. but every time, normally, it's come to station. Do you get station? We've come, open the gates. It's like now we're here. Yeah. So, you know, I find it very fascinating. Yeah. Like today, I was seeing someone say that the army was trying to approach them, like the protest that came from Aja towards the toll gate. And by the time everybody started shouting, like, we are now, they just went the other way that way. <laughs> let's not tempt, let, let it not be today. Mm. You know, so, I mean, it's been fascinating watching everything. But the the thing for me is that the madness is, as in, pe- they're still taking people's money. They're still harassing people. They're in Abuja, shipping. first of all, I didn't know that we had water cannon in this country. Mm-hmm. I wasn't aware that water was freely available. Because any fire that there is... And you know, in, in, Ab- you know, you know, also, in Abuja, government buildings in do this love lockdown, to they do love to catch fire. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They didn't throw water cannon. Usually, they are accounting department. They didn't throw water cannon at, at those buildings. Then human beings came out. All of a sudden, the water started walking mm-hmm. all over the nation. Yeah, can you imagine? And not just normal water, hot. I didn't. I wasn't aware that police also had tear gas. <laughs> you know, I'm just like the things that are coming out now. The level Some of, of the equipment. Tanks I saw yeah, outside. I was like, when did we have this? Yeah, we've never had this before. Anyway, let Lagos State try it. <laughs> That's that. You see, I I kept saying like, you try it. 
come about and us now. Let's see. The old song will drive. Which, no, but no, that's part of the problem. At least Abuja is a plant city. Yeah. Because we buy our water. Yeah. So Tampa. you can't even. So <laughs> first of all, for, you know what's funny is that if they have water and they probably bought the water also <laughs> to be spraying at us. So yeah, I think it's I think it's kind of a disgrace that even as we're protesting, police are still showing themselves mm-hmm. at the end of the day. I so. think they're taking it as a very, very personal affront. So I don't know what, what has gone wrong in the sorry. Guys, we have a guest though. I don't We've know why he's actually on I've, on you know, I've been I've been looking because this is not a quiet person. So I've just been wondering what he's <laughs> but I suppose that they do normal they do usually introduce him mm-hmm. in places. It's just that us we don't have home training here. <laughs> <laughs> so sorry about that. So sorry. Uh, <laughs> if I wanted to say, okay, maybe I should be going because it's like, <laughs> it's like I'm not involved in this conversation. No, now I was waiting for you to bring me in. <laughs> no, in this podcast, anyway, say bring me in. People normally you have to bring me in. People normally jump in. Yeah, you guys, it's a relaxed environment. Mm. People normally just like at the beginning now you'd have just said you know just waiting like, at some point you, maybe you even laugh you'll just Nothing. anyway maybe we should let's do drum roll yeah introducing um what what do they, what do they call this you don't have a plan when you started I didn't I didn't have a plan <laughs> you do not think introducing uh one of the premier uh, artists that we have <laughs> you sound like you're mocking him <laughs> premier why do they say? What do you mean pre- why do they? That's how they say it now. That's how they say it now. One of the premier, you know. They can't just say art, one boy. One that of, is yeah, no, a piano one of the tracks. premier rap icons. Mm, yes. Um. Uh. Also, a a conscious rapper. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, a trendsetter. One could say. Mm-hmm. Uh, this latest. Good. Pop Daddy himself, <laughs> uh, Mister Files uh, Follering. Good afternoon. Good was afternoon. That, okay? that was okay. I mean, I'll take whatever you give me. Because <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I should have done better I, at the intro. I'm going to work it. on it. We manage it. We manage it. It's, it's, um, um, it's clear you are yeah. just starting this. Uh, this hype, yeah, this I'm going to I'm gonna work on it. Mm. Yeah. I'm definitely, I'm going to work on it. Trust me. But yes. I, I'm good at washing, but not hype. But not hype. Yeah, it's just that it comes naturally to like me. Washing, when you say washing, what do you mean? As in, I can wash it now. As I start talking now, you see. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. You have to say something of worth first. <laughs> <laughs> you guys. Okay. Uh-huh. Anyway, so... We have files in the building. You guys, because files came out, this studio... <laughs> There's Hennessy on the table. There's Sushanu. There's Sushanu. There's sweet. There's even a platter of sweets. So, when we come so now... Normally, you don't uh, 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 Guess... It, it, oh, so people are unruly like this. Let me tell you what normally I'm going to come. Once they see us, you just see people start carrying face. Okay, eh. no Why? We'll come upstairs. It's like we come to stress them. Then, then our son, as you know, they do, you just see his face like for God's Honestly. sake. Honestly. Do people stress people? Me. Us. Should we, am I, should we find out what? Do you actually stress people? Maybe us. You guys, are you stressed? Are you guys stressed? Do scare. Are you sure? I can't see. Man, that guy with the headphones, he looks like he's on that dress. <laughs> 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 but yeah, like let that, me tell you, this is a big fan of just trying to stay here. alive. Like. <laughs> a big fan, and his passion is improving. <laughs> I that saw was, that, that was that was um, fake. Is the only problem with him. Yeah, when she fashion. started. Mm. His fashion is actually improving. She wanted him to uh, to increase. His I, I I feel like a very um learn from files. A very um anal- analytical personality. Ooh, well, this way, <laughs> Uma analyze like who is analytical. <laughs> Because she was setting the captain's free, you know, the 
Do you know why? Girl. Let me tell you. Let me tell you why I love person. about what's going on. This I'm going to rebrand <laughs> into a serious person. Mm. Because the way people are taking me serious now, it's gonna be a shock to I them. Can't believe All of them it. that have followed me by the time next week comes, I have started saying nonsense. It's, it's going to be it. a shock. My name is not fake chemistry. Virtuous. I said that. You people act like you don't know her. Virtuous. Virtuous woman. I said that. We know her. I am. Mm. I'm extremely. I'm extremely. (laughs) I have a lot of virtue. Extremely. In fact, that's all I have. (laughs) (laughs) That is all I have. All the single virtues, I have them. That's good. But yes. So, do you want to? Do you think you need to introduce yourself? I want to set leg for you. Um, no, we, I mean, you already done the introduction now. Okay. Cool. I feel like, also, I feel like even if you didn't introduce yourself, people would have known it was yeah, you. Yeah, voice. Uh, but normally, I'm supposed to like, see, oh, and in the studio today, yeah, hey. I have with me, uh, ladies and gentlemen. Please, <laughs> what I had. There's so much energy in that. I see your strength, though. It's not even that. On a normal day, we would not have done it also. Kilo the only day. time we were excited was when the woman that sells Kayam attacking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Lovely ah, you know, know what? Um, premium know things, product. Let me tell you really something. Moshe, Moshe, I'd have used attraction oil now. It's true. Ah, I did it bad. She has one attraction oil. I'd have used. I'd have rubbed it. This guy. Yes. Next song. Have, I'm telling you. I'd have rubbed that attraction. I should have rubbed it, but I forgot. We just Bob Daddy. That bitch. Don't kill me. Honestly, I should have used it. So we could have tested it out on this young true. man. It's true. And she's very confident of that oil. I really yeah. think it's yeah, going to be you know. so, My original plan was to wait and go to CBN lobby. Okay, so these like oils and like Kanyamasa products mm-hmm. and stuff. I always wonder like, is it is it jazz or is it like natural This stuff? is why you should have listened Listen to, to the, the podcast. Episode. But um... Oh, so you asked her all these things? Yeah. What did she say? It's not jazz. It's not jazz. (laughs) It's actually... (laughs) (laughs) So, no, no, no. It's not jazz. That's good. Herbs. 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 You said... Spices. Yeah. It's an oil that has maybe pheromones. Let me ask you, scientifically speaking. It's like an Explain how the oil It is conjuring... The smell? No, it is the things in it that attract. So you have like honey... No, it's not the smell. Do you know what? How does perfume work? It is not spiritual, but certain things have certain properties. Perfume is smell. I said okay. It is like how for protection, people like um, do a line of salt around their house. Oh my! Salt. (laughs) For God's sake! Around their house. What are these um, practice? What are these fetish practices? (laughs) (laughs) You know, it's like anointing oil. So, Why do you rub that Goya? You think there's something inside? <laughs> Salt. Goya love is shame. That's no, what. That's religion and religion uh, is spiritual. Realm. No, that's spiritual realm. So I'm asking. So this is spiritual realm. No, it's not spiritual. So that's realm. jazz, but it's yeah. Not. It's like so basically different. So it's like how different different things have different properties assigned to them. So like coffee is for is for like quickening you know it's you know it wakes you up coffee so makes me when sleep. you when you put coffee you in have things, a problem it be that's problem. not a normal and thing. I'm, I'm just a special maybe we'll have to address it separately yeah, or like honey you know it's sweeting things it attracts sweeter things to you all these kind of things clovers are supposed to be for clovers clovers are supposed to be for good luck those kinds of things where all these different things have 
properties that they've assigned to. So yeah, you, is looking like you're a witch. When you mix <laughs> them, Just you, you're when you mix them and you put them in oil, the oil mm. will now absorb all these, all these properties. So you put all sorts of different things that attract. His you, face. You, listen, you put a bit of cinnamon, you put all, all these things, you put them, you soak them in the oil. And then you start rubbing the other brother. There's all like, you know, you'll be wondering why you're seeing me in the dream. <laughs> ask, ask other artists. Ask Carol. I've heard her name in like eight songs. Do you get? Uh, uh, the, the, who is she? Do we know? Do we know? Oh, oh, but okay, she's okay. using... That's a, that's a good point. Do you understand? So or Shalewa. She's using this product, Abby. Thank you. Mm. Do you get? It's so not normal. Just... Oh, for like, for like it's just... Vanessa. Do you get? Uh-huh. All those people. So, so you, are, you are waiting for the next song. So that's it. That's it. But I didn't use the oil. The but, name uh, doesn't really bang. Shut so up. That's also... Shut <laughs> up. A dirty mouth. Sorry, dear. I can't really think of how it will rhyme, but... Anyway, um, next time I see you, don't worry about it. You have told me next time you see me, you will use oil. I have been oiled up. It has its patient. But for now, it's any time I'm going to CBN that would start rubbing it. For favorable exchange favorable, For favorable exchange rates. Also, in case I see anybody coming out of Murphy's office, anybody that can be having meeting with him, these are the kind of people that also attract. Don't pop into you, that's why you should not wear attraction oil and then you know go to maybe the market. Uh, uh, <laughs> uh. <laughs> but this this attraction oil. You're really, really bothered funny. about. I'm, yeah, I'm really th- like. I'm I think really, you should really, get. Because I think I've you... been concerned. Like, I, I really think about it. Like, okay. Because uh, you and your friends are only runs. Yeah. Yes. No. That's no, just it, the truth of it. Oh, let me explain myself there. Mm-hmm. That's not what I mean. Okay. Normally, I don't even engage in all these, like, <laughs> all these, like, fornication and all this. Thing. I don't, I don't do such You things. don't normally do that. No, come on. Uh-uh. Do I look like somebody? Uh-uh. Do I like somebody that do do that? You wear glasses without frames, dear. Oh, I mean, you wear glasses without, without glasses. Your hair is currently no, a blush lavender color. Personally, I don't, I don't indulge in uh, all those behaviors. Any so, Yoruba man that says indulge is a bloody liar. It can liar. never be well. So a w- bloody liar. When they told me that, oh, as in that, it's something that you rub and then, you know, the person cannot, as in, cannot stop thinking about it. So it's it. actually not that. It's not that they can't stop thinking about it. It's just... Look. And anything you say, they, they credit me money. No, they credit. no, that's, that's the point. Oh. It's not jazz. It's actually not jazz. <laughs> that's what me I took out of myself. At no, least, you know what, you know what's fine. At least you, you have money. A lot of the men that are really worried about this money issue. They don't even have anything. Bro. Say, my dear, for the life of me, who wants to jazz you? For what? <laughs> what could I gain? Maybe they feel like they're really close to that breakthrough and, you know, Which of the them. breakthrough? Yeah, uh, and, and then some people also don't believe it. But my friend told me that when she was in law school, like this woman, like came, and everybody was like, "Oh, they don't believe in that stuff." But then when she left empty-handed, all the boys are now crying and calling their mother. See that? I think I'm in trouble. <laughs> They've trapped me. Yeah, but I think do you know what I find. Are you serious? So this, I think I think like you guys should try it. So just, I have it. Like I bought it. it. I would like to see how. Fake me has. I, I actually works. haven't. So I bought the attraction oil and the sex thing. <laughs> <laughs> sex thing what do you mean the sex thing it's to enhance uh, my your libido my, no 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 my libido is quite alright <laughs> quite alright <laughs> sound no. like you're not certain no to enhance your experience oh and no now yeah that's yeah, kind of matter now yeah. so you just like Omar as in it's to be <laughs> Omar what sorry you guys know this no no yeah it's to be what flowing <laughs> that was what I've heard so okay exactly that's no, why no, that's why I have if it that's, if that's it then 
That's understandable. So, so, but the thing about it is the one I bought, I don't think it's... So, because you can't... It's not like, I'll just use it now and then tomorrow. I have to, like, anticipate. You get, I'll give it, like, three days. Then I'll be... Take it time before it kicks in. Take it. No, the one, the one I have is supposed to have a longer-term effect. Oh, all right. So, like, you, you, you will still be like that for a while. Very precisely. Very good. Yeah. Very good. Fake, I mean, does it have enough dog? <laughs> I'm not really being serious. I've not tried it. Anything, <laughs> anything that you're not... I'm that short. When I Anything do, that you're not ingesting. Three I don't days? Think when I do. And he's not menses. When I do, I'm a big bag. <laughs> when I try it... You know the thing about... I always try it. When I try it, I'm a big bag. You tell us what happened. Yes, I'll compare it to that, uh, that, that one that we tried that time. Pink thief. Pink, pink thief. One girl <laughs> came here. She gave us... <laughs> What, she what? gave us some tablets, to say the least. For sexual Don't, performance. Actually. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And they really worked a lot. Wow. Yes. This shed light on it. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's okay. We'll send you the thing. We'll send you the thing. It was, that one, 30 minutes. Yeah, there. Very, very useful stuff. You are where? <laughs> there. So, so like, it, it, this is also the same effect as the kind of matter, like, yeah. it, it'll be flowing. Yeah. It's, it's like it's, all this stuff is just focused on women's pleasure. Yeah. We don't, right. they don't, we don't know. We don't work men. for men. Okay. No, we don't no, know. Like, we don't care about men. There's one for men. Also. The Kamata baby, she has one for men. Yes, What's my favorite product she has. The different something... products. She has a website. Different. What's your favorite product? Yeah, you she see has that, something really... called a penis enlarger. And she said that's one of our best sellers. It's I'm not joking. A metal object. It's a metal object. Then you stretch. Thank you. I helps. I'm not joking. You need to listen to the episode. I don't know why your face is like this. Did Sapi no, no. tell you where you are coming? No. <laughs> did he tell you the you are coming to? Did he really tell me? I'm I'm really shocked. I'm disappointed in you for that. He didn't really explain. Uh, Sapi didn't really explain so, to you what's happening. This here. metal object, as in, what do happen? What do you use it for? Like yeah, over time, stretch. Over time, you'll be stretching it more and more. You're stretching the metal. And your no. Penis also be stretching. Yes. No, yeah. no. So the metal stays the same, but it helps you. Your your penis. You know, I'm enlarged. Guys, I'm, I'm <laughs> like, I'm actually tired of trying to understand. <laughs> I'm going to send you the website so you can buy certain things for yourself. What are you trying to say that I need? The, I the nobody say, said that. I so. No, that's why I'm going. I'm, I'm off. I'm off. Thank you. I Goodbye. Didn't say that. Nobody say anything. Said that. But she says she has all these products. But look and at her website. You see, like men, like with the testimonials, like, oh my god, I was going for three hours. So I was, you know, very excited. <laughs> so if you're interested in that. <laughs> But three hours, four hours. What, did, yeah, are, yeah. what are we doing there? Come, <laughs> come on, Derry. Uh, some, some people, some people want. That uh, let's calm down stuff. now. But she said that that's what men always call to be going. About. Anyway, yes, I'm, I'm glad that we had this little detour <laughs> because I think it's lightened the mood for yes, everybody involved. Yes. Um, so you actually, wait, yeah, you were part of one of the first protests, yeah, right? Did, so what on. made you? Decide that you know what you're gonna get involved mm-hmm. in the movement. Yeah, I've already seen so. I guess it was just I don't even know if to say like waiting for the right cause, right? Because there've been so many causes, mm-hmm. yeah, so many times, so many opportunities to come out. But um, I knew it had to be like this. Yeah, I say like this in 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 the sense that I knew everyone had to move out together. Yeah, this level of like ginger this level mm. of energy this level of wanting to yeah you know really change state of affairs i knew it had to be like that i don't know that we've ever had it like this yeah, yeah there's, so. there hasn't been like a, a i don't think there's been a common enough goal in that this is super non-discriminatory yeah male female i think, they, I think there have been a lot of common goals it's just that 
because what I think is the Nigerian problem is this. We are almost like we're content with like rubbish, yeah. with mediocrity. We're so. very we tolerate well, adept a lot. Yeah. I think yeah, it we, is. Don't, we don't really bother to like complain about stuff. And people are too focused on trying to stay alive that they forget that they're actually dying. Mm. <laughs> so it's a bit if you are a poet, do all those finger snaps. <laughs> wheel, wheel. <laughs> wheel, wheel. It's a bit mad, you know, because you're, you're out here focused on, you know, trying to hustle, trying to make money. But last, last, you know, shit is so upside down that mm-hmm. you're already dying anyway. So why not go out and protest? People are afraid. Oh, what if there's this? What if, like, what's the worst that could happen, man? Mm-hmm. You know? Mm-hmm. So, I, I mean, like I said, I, 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 I've been ready. And, um... On this day, I think it was the uh, Runtown tweet that I saw mm. where he was like, um, you know, on Thursday, um, you know, he's going to go out, protest, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, okay, you know, I think this is it. Um, so I tweeted tweeted as well. I, I spoke to him first okay. you know, to confirm what the arrangement was. And then, then I tweeted as well that, you know, going out, blah, blah, blah. and as soon as I did, received so many calls. Everybody was like, yo, we're coming. Let's go. We move. Mm-hmm. You mm-hmm. know, so the ginger was already there. I guess everyone was everyone was just waiting for the trigger, mm-hmm. and it happened. And you know, I was glad how it went. Yeah, I mean, because we're talking specifically about so like police but- brutality yeah. and SARS. Um, I'm trying to remember my first like really scary experience, and it was one of the first times I went out with my friends. It was just us alone, and it was just five babes <clears throat> in the car, and then there was a roadblock in VI. We we're coming back from. I can't remember. The club doesn't exist anymore. I like this but topic. They, thank you. And then they sent us... Why are you looking at her top? What's wrong with you? No, I'm just asking a simple question. Angelus. I'm telling a touching story. That's what I'm saying. Okay, so I don't know why he was... <laughs> okay, I'm, je- okay, I'm jealous. I'm not jealous. I like yours too. No, I don't want you to like mine. <laughs> I don't want you to like mine. So I'm going to sit down. Okay, express you know, yourself. Are you jealous? jealous shit. <laughs> <laughs> so... Anyway, <laughs> so there was a roadblock, and this really eager, and I think that should have been our first warning. This really eager policeman was like, Ah, no, 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 don't take this way, and sent us like round and basically sent us one, one way. And it was these five girls, and like these policemen just jumped out. And you know, like, so one of one of the friend that was driving, she didn't drink. Because um, I think we're, we're just coming back from India. You know, we always be ginger. You want to go out, and she was in lag, so she was like, "Trust me, we do this all the time. Fine." So she didn't drink, and she was like, "Oh, she's driving us home." Everybody's eye cleared. Though. These guys started threatening us that we should come out, we should come down, blah 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 blah. And you know, some of us didn't know what to do. We're like, "Let's come down." One of my friends was like, "Bro, if they're going to sh- let us shoot us inside this car, nobody should come." We're, and you know, I was still like, "Maybe we should come." And she was like, "Jola, we're girls. You don't know the worst. I don't think your mind is going to the worst thing that can happen to us. Nobody's coming out of this car." And I remember thinking, like, "Why the hell am, are we so afraid of police?" Like this is this was like I don't know two a.m. in the morning. It was so scary. We ended up calling my friend's mom, who called someone. Like it was they were getting aggressive. They were getting loud. They were getting really really scary, and like. It didn't even occur to me to come home and answer my parents this is what happened. Because obviously they all would be like, eh, you said it you when you're on the road at this time. Mm-hmm. You went out, MOT, only God no-. So I just I didn't even want to hear any mm-hmm. of that. But I remember being so scared and up like from then, I remember being hyper conscious of police. I'm coming, I just pray that red light, I don't see red lights where there's any policeman. 
I don't want to. There are roads that I just refuse to take because in my mind you always see them, mm-hmm. and I just always had a conclusion that police are horrible. And sometimes you get away with certain things because they have very like archaic notions of women. Yeah. So you, I have friends that tell you just start crying and shouting, start crying and screaming, even mm-hmm. if all they're asking for is particular, just start crying and screaming. Let them leave you alone. Mm-hmm. And I just always have never. I mean, I've never had a personal encounter with SARS, but I, I have friends. Have stories on stories on stories, and in their minds, their stories are better because they never got physical, they just <laughs> stole their money. Like, and so my own was, was good, they just took like 50k. I'm like, just you got robbed. Like, people at gunpoint drove you somewhere, took money from you, you got robbed, mm-hmm, you know. Mm-hmm, so, I think mm-hmm. I don't know, and it's you will not hear stuff like, oh, sometimes Lagos people have it slightly better. Like, the more into the hinterlands you go, the worse it gets, you know. Mm. A friend was talking about how SARS in Ogbomosha, and we've seen what's happening in Ogbomosha yeah. at the moment, that they are notoriously bloody, you mm. know. Like, they, they they shoot for sport. It's they, are, they don't, sometimes they don't even, the threats, they don't talk too much. They shoot mm. for sport. So, Fikemi, have you had any scary encounters with not that many to be honest i think me i just like fortunately i haven't but every time i'm on my own me i just start talking to them and i think by the time they realize that this is not an okay person is it the oil (laughs) (laughs) it's not the oil but i just i just don't stop talking and then they just realize that actually this is not a serious person Mm -hmm. and they let me go but i think so but fortunately i've actually not had a terrible experience um just yeah, but the problem is even the fear of that because mm. every time I approach it's just simple checkpoints, especially when I'm on my own. I'm just like, Oh god, let's you not be the day that mm. they think you know something is happening or mm. any of that. And and I just think that it's wild that you can go about living your life in fear mm. of police. Yeah, I became more hyper aware when I was working in Yaba, you know, mm. Yaba Valley. Mm. I worked <laughs> in a media company in Yaba. Scream. And the boys, you know, like Sometimes our boss would just be like, oh, yeah, he's late because somebody held him, collected his laptop. There were companies that had lockers for their developers to keep um, their laptops because it just wasn't worth a hassle. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, th- th- and those guys are so used to it. You know, it's almost like now they put in their budget. Yeah. In, like monthly budget that police will shake you down. These guys, mm-hmm. And these are people building multi-million dollar companies and but they still have to think of living a life that is subpar mm. because how great can your life be if you're afraid of the police mm-hmm. we got robbed in february with violence robbery these so-called stars we didn't see them like <laughs> we didn't see anti-robbery squad enter the enter the house put a gun to my father's head like it was your a house? whole thing yeah it was a whole thing and like everybody was afraid February this year yeah yeah and I just realized that just like that was just before the lockdown. Yeah. yeah. Whoa. And I just and I remember thinking that. So sorry to uh, to digress. Where which area? Where do you live? Ikoi. <laughs> <laughs> so it was just when 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 people talk about anti robbery squad, the purpose they were created for. Yeah, it's not. It's definitely. They not don't even. They, it's not as yeah, if they are they doing their do work. They're not. They're and they're, then they are just some of it's is. I don't know how to explain how insane it is that this happened and the anti robbery squad had nothing to do with apprehending yeah. the criminal. There is no, it's, it's, it's really ridiculous, you know, seeing maybe a few comments here and there from some people saying, oh, and if you remove them, what about what they were established? They're not even doing what they were established for. Mm-hmm. It's, it's clear that the, the, almost like the goal has already been missed at this point. So 
these guys need to go and they need to go for real you know i you're asking about experiences there's one time there was one time um in maryland i think we just literally there's a there's a petrol station at that maryland Mm -hmm, there's mm -hmm. a fuel station i think we just finished buying petrol so we're just driving out the station just trying to trying to get back to the island um so as we just drove out i just saw like a i don't know if it was like a hillox or one of these just if an unbranded vehicle Mm -hmm. just came and crossed in front of us Mm -hmm. everybody's like what's going on what's happening who is this and he just jumped out from the car Obviously, Mufti, they're not, they're not wearing uniform or anything. Big ass guns. Guns with everything. Big ass guns. My Come guns. This is stolen vehicle. <laughs> I'm like, sorry, um, so this is my vehicle. <laughs> what do you mean, this stolen vehicle? As in, from where to where? Come down from the car. This is stolen vehicle. Bro, they didn't even, like, engage or say, oh, you know, we're mm-hmm. investigating. We're just nothing. Like, they just concluded the stolen vehicle. So, my manager was with me at the time. So we like three or four years ago. This, this so you've already for so long. So it wasn't as if you were a newcomer. Oh ah, wow! They knew me. No, maybe say yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't mind. So my manager came up, came down from the car, like, okay, you know, sir, I was going on. Can we sort it out? Over? Before he could say one or two things, um, they slapped him. Um, wow. <laughs> I, he was. I think he was really dazed at first. Like, what? <laughs> what is actually going on? You know, I'm just trying to sort this out. Blah, blah, blah. And we were there for a long time. Just, you know, like, where are you guys? What do you, like, what do you mean this is a stolen vehicle? Just because you see young guys in a car that happens to be an SUV. Yeah. You think they are Yahoo boys or they cannot afford it, so it must be a stolen. Like, what is wrong with you? Maybe after some time, after much discussion, much deliberation, eventually let us go but you know that's a situation that could have escalated into yeah. you know, i mean there's going to be a story the at the end of the podcast about a babe who stepped out of house. she stepped out of like a car she was meeting up with a friend or something near lead city in ibado this car swerves in front of them there's lots of back and forth getting 12 hours later she was in abuja and she was in jail for 42 days. Abuja? Yes. They drove her from Ibadan to Abuja. And she was in jail for 42 days. From Ibadan to Yes. Abuja. Her mother had high blood. Her mother, her family thought she was dead. Wow. Like, there's no... They didn't let her get involved. No, you guys will hear at the end of the episode. It is... In... I don't know how to explain how insane... I mean, there are... the Amnesty International reports about the special anti-robbery squad... And the human rights violations on the steady. And you know, Nigerians are aggressive, are used to aggression. So what we even, a lot of the stuff we even, you know, when, when we hear human rights violation, it always moves straight to they killed someone, like an extrajudicial judicial killing. But you know, this, the way they beat people up, they kidnap, you know, that thing of them driving people round and round and round the city or driving you from one town to another, driving you from... That's kidnapping. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That that is kidnapping. Yeah. They rob, you know, a guy with a gun drives you to an ATM machine and tells you to empty it. That's robbery. Yeah. Like can you like imagine? Like it's actually just that theft. is state and the fact that the audacity, the audacity of the idea of police to say, okay, no problem. Do you know what we're going to do? We're going to dissolve the unit and then send all these guys to different units. Do we look stupid to you? Mm. What what does that solve? What are you trying to say? 
that the people have died. Mm. You know, I saw a video of people being dragged, like dead bodies being dragged out. I was like, I don't understand. These are people's children. Even if they don't have parents, these are yeah. words of the states. Nigeria is responsible for these human beings. And then you want to tell us that like our closest security forces, not soldiers, not the Navy, not the Air Force, everyday police, a special unit of the Nigerian police force is allowed to just commit all these crimes. And then, okay, you want to shut young people up after they've, you know, it's like, since they're Kukuma jobless, they're just shouting for three mm. days. So what we'll do is, okay, no problem. We won't have SARS anymore. We'll just send all these boys to different departments. Like, we don't know how the Nigerian police... So, it's, people keep saying, and they keep talking to us like, we're stupid. We're not stupid. Okay? I'm so over this. The olds keep talking like young Nigerians are stupid. You know what's so funny is that as we're talking, I'm just trying to... One person has messaged me now they're looking for an ambulance in Surulere. Another person messaged me now the ambulance that we sent to Lekki, they have to take somebody to the hospital. These are all SARS police people that that this is all police work that's happening at the very protest that that were that were you know complaining against the brutality and people want to say that they think we're stupid. they think we're stupid they think like, that oh, you know we can't see tell what's these going young on that don't we dissolve SARS we dissolve them and all of them are going to go home I know what see Adekule police station I'm not afraid Charlie Boy police station you know if you know what happens in those places if you've ever worked on the mainland if you live on the mainland and you just have a family member, a friend go missing. You start going into these police stations and they just choose charges. Hmm. What was your name? Niger Yotan name. Na militancy. Right now. What was this one? Do you get name? they just do and Super now they Ebuka. when they search your phone, it's nah, so nah, funny nah, because they search you know. they search certain terms on your phone to try and see, you know, where they're going to place you or how much. One of my friends, when she got stopped, she made a big mistake. She said, oh, she wanted to call. They saw the last name of the person that they wanted to call. They were first asking her for 50K. They said, ah, Bajo, no problem. We dropped 300K. That, tell your friend that her daddy should pay. And so these guys are not, as in they're not, they're not stupid. They know exactly what they're doing. Mm-hmm. As far as I'm concerned, SARS is an organized crime unit. Yes. That's all they do there. And it's not, I mean, so people are saying, what are we asking for? So, Faust, you want to talk a little bit about, like, because I, it generally baffles me that you think people in their 30s, in their 20s, in their late teens are so dumb that we don't know what we, we don't know what good governance looks like or what a country that barely functions looks like. We've been having this discussion in 2017. And that's why Nigerians, older Nigerians are so stubborn. They get coconut head. You don't hear a word. I get coconut head. 2015, <laughs> answers. They said, no problem, we'll reform. Okay, we chilled. More people died. 2017, answers. People did not hear. More people died. 2018, we disbanded. You did not hear. More people died. 2019, the same thing. And then in 2020, you want to start discussing. There's nothing to discuss again. Mm. As in, when you've had five years of people begging for their lives, I just feel like, at this point, since people don't want to do, and it's like Nigerian parents, they don't like to hear discussion. You move first. Then they're not saying they want to discuss. No, discussion time has ended. That's well, passed. Thank you. <laughs> And I literally, like I it's literally, no longer time. We don't have to why, hear anything. That's it's why no longer I, I, time. I'm sure that's pretty much why he he just did that gesture. We're literally just talking about that before we came in. You know, there was a friend of ours that was saying, "Oh, you know, let's discuss, let's dialogue." See? That that time is over. People, are, so many people have been lost. So many people have passed away. There have been so many gross, disgusting violations of our human rights and. Now it's time to really, really address it. You can't just come and say, oh, eh, well, okay, it's been disbanded. We redeploy them. That is not sufficient. We need to see real actions before we can really stop yeah. this, this chaos. And even 
the recruitment process. I, yeah. I was talking to someone and he was telling me how, you know, now it's a big deal getting into the police because if they put out an ad for like recruitment and there's going to be 10,000 recruitment, you know, and I'm, I please, if I'm wrong, please just, you know, somebody should prove me wrong. What happens is people get slots. So governors get slots. Um, senators get slots. House of Representatives get slots. And then they go back to their villages. You don't have to pass certain criteria. Just pass. Do you understand what I mean? What does that mean? What is it? We haven't had... The Nigerian police was not created to protect Nigerians, first of all. It was created to protect the British Empire and British interests. And so the way in which they were trained was to see their fellow Nigerians, you know, as it's like an aggressor-type relationship. It is not serve and protect. Mm. And even if you're serving and protecting, it is not Nigerians like you. And that is why a poor... Nigerian policeman, right? He will look at what are in essence people that are like his children, eh? Yeah. And he's seeing his enemy. Mm. But your your salary cannot feed your family. Mm. So what do you think we're protesting for? If you don't see yourselves as one of us, it can never click. Mm. It can't I think, work. I think what you've just said is um is the, the probably the most important thing about this movement. It's important for us for everyone to see including police yeah. officers, to see that this fight is not against them. Yeah. We're actually fighting for them. We're fighting to change the system, to revamp the entire police force. Mm-hmm. Right now, the police force is non-existent. And that is the biggest problem we have in Nigeria because our biggest issue is enforcement of laws. Mm-hmm. You know, there is no... There's so many laws in, in, in the text, on the books. There's so many laws, but mm-hmm. they're not consequences for people's actions you know because the police force is non-existent so what you were saying earlier what we're actually asking for which is why you would see that people are still on the streets even though they announced the end these bandits blah 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 people are still on the streets why because they've made several announcements in the past and you know we've never seen anything actually crystallize into reality mm-hmm, mm-hmm. so it's about time it's now or we scatter everything well so we're going to stay out here until we actually see yeah. that you're making moves and yesterday i saw i saw so many people post up um the the, the little document that has all our five demands and what we're asking for and i think that 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 is pretty much um it's very exhaustive simple. yeah i don't just pass that listen let me even <laughs> let me <laughs> you know, to me the most important thing is like if, yeah, if, if, if you even if you even had shame even if you are going to quietly under like the shadow of night kind of get all the all the sars officers you know, um, reassigned. Mm-hmm. At the very least, there is no... See, Mio, I don't think we should rest until we get like an Oputa-type panel. Let's be watching it on NTA. Bring them out. Let there be an inquiry. Yeah. Bring it... Nigerians, what they want to find... See, the way they cut... Do you know when I realized that it's just a matter of willpower? Mm. The way they cut the guys that... They had run to Ogun State. Mm. The way they cut the guys that came to our house. This was not a day later or two. It was months... State. It was months later. They found them months later. Hmm. They they brought them out live. The guys were even you know what even you you are shocked. So it is not a matter of inability. Hmm. It is just a lack of willpower or a lack of fun. Mio, they've killed people's children. They need to answer for it. Hmm. You've made people. You've stolen from people. You need to answer for it because everyday Nigerians get into trouble for petty crimes. This country has refused to kind of sort out its penal code. We still hang... Let me tell you something. People don't know. They still hang in Nigeria. So if a policeman... Yes. If it, so me, I think maybe this, this is what will now force them to start rethinking the way we have laws. If a policeman kills somebody, that same punishment that is good enough for a poor man in Zamfara or in Eboi is good enough for you too. Mm. 
It is not okay. Let's be watching it like Big Brother. Let mm. there be an Oputa panel. All of us in young Nigerians will watch it. Old Nigerians will watch it. Mm. Who did what? There are people that just go missing in this country. So you are suggesting a a public trial yes. that they should yeah. live a on public TV. hearing because they are not because because this is not a, this is not a crime. A, a, it's a civil. It's like a civil suit. It's not a private thing now. It's not somebody's personal um, security guard and them that they fought over a car. No. A person representing Nigerian states wearing, like with the mandate of the states, mm-hmm. abused that authority and committed crimes against Nigerians. That's a crime against Nigeria. Yeah. You answer to so all of trial, us. Yes. Must you must answer to all of us. It's not as if NTA is busy. All, yes. <laughs> it's not as if they have anything to do. They don't have, they, it's not as if they, they are showing yeah, the game NTA, of doesn't have anything to show. They, so that's what you're trying to say. I am. I am. So if it's three hours of people watch every day, we had time for Big Brother. We enjoy. Don't worry. If his lawyers are looking for, there are many. There are many. There are many, 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 many. Yeah. So I personally think at the ve- that's the first thing you need to do. I was thinking about it today. How many public officials? You have people that I, you know, it breaks my heart. You see parents crying. Mm. They killed my child. They killed my child. Then even local government chairman does not have anything to do. You don't have the you don't have the decency mm. to go and see what happened to somebody in your constituency. State House of Reps, you too, you are too big. Senator, you too, you are too big. And that's my issue. Is this lack of accountability? And what I think people are afraid of, honestly, what I think Nigeria is afraid of, is that our generation has never enjoyed this country. We don't have any lofty ideas of what could be because we haven't seen it. Mm. Like, ah, that there was a time when, also, when we're in secondary school, this is how Nigeria was. So anything we want to do is to build from scratch. And I know that they feel if they make the mistake in their minds, because everything is us versus them. Mm-hmm. If they make the mistake of, of capitulating on one thing, young Nigerians are going to be like, ah, okay. So this is the language you people understand. And police reform is not just police reform. If you enter police reform, that means you've entered criminal justice reform. That means you've entered prison reform. That means you've entered, you're talking about welfare, you're talking about the constitution. Mm-hmm. So basically, they are running away from work. Nobody wants to do that. That is hard, decades, decade long, like it's decade long work. I don't, I don't know if it's even the work that is doing them. I feel like they genuinely don't care. I think so. I think these guys genuinely don't care. So they haven't even gone to the extent, you are giving them too much credit, <laughs> of thinking about the work that it entails. In their mind, it's just like, oh, these are the system has, leave it, Joe, leave it like that. Fake Emmy was, she posted a video. You know, in Ogun State, <laughs> where people went to the station, they say it's night. It uh-huh. Police station is closing. Actually, well, okay, well, okay. But you know, so, you, you thought maybe I'm exaggerating. Police station. Police station, they close, guaranteed, my dear. And they are closing for security reasons. <laughs> <laughs> and they are meant to be securing us. They said it's dark that they should clear out our bag. You know, at the police station it's ridiculous but you can almost can't blame the, poli- the, the police officers in that station why because that station is so poorly equipped my dear it's probably were... an, I've, I've been to a police station that is an uncompleted building before police station no and computer. in their mind they were arresting me like they... <laughs> <laughs> it was a traffic offense blah 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 I can't remember what it was maybe uh, maybe I didn't have my license on. something something like that anyway let's go to the station and that the other time I say oh no problem let's go to the station <laughs> you know the normal P now let's go to the station okay let's go I'm getting to the station my dear I said this is your station Fake is me he called my dear not you please but please continue 
please, please. Do you know it's because I'm I'm trying to sort something out here. I'm trying to get an ambulance to people. That's the only reason. Mother Teresa, coordinator. Listen. Okay, this is the station. I me that I was vexing for. I started pitying them. Because like I just looked around and it was so horrible. Mm-hmm. It was so horrible. They were sitting on like benches. They, they, it was literally blocks, like bricks. Mm-hmm. It was so bad. I'm like, how can this be a police station? Mm-hmm. It's so like the Look, they don't have computers. You the police station, they they themselves cannot protect themselves. They don't have mm. computer. You no, know, you know, like you know, there's Com- just uh, computer basic... long, long. <laughs> computer is too fast. There's there, there's so much basic, you know, just really like small, small, small time adjustments that need to be made one of the biggest things that i feel embarrassed about is every time i drive down follow bridge that barracks eh i'm just like this is where people that are supposed to be protecting us this is what you think their life is worth this is where they should be staying this is what you think is okay i mean you have any semblance of information about police officers abroad you in know, the uk you know, you know they what? don't need to live in barracks to afford housing you know what's funny yeah. a lot of these um a lot of what they have in police like all the, the furniture the yeah, it's donated now it's exhibit <laughs> it's exhibit that they confiscated i have to tell the story of you know they when, confiscated they just start using of the when story. and i've told this story before but it's important in this instance when somebody stood an ac in my mom's school in a computer room they now called the police to come and do an investigation. When they told me they were calling the police to do an investigation, I thought to myself, meaning, <laughs> you guess? I said, for the one AC. Anyway, the guy came there. He looked around. He looked left, looked right. He looked up. They took it. <laughs> then he said that he noticed a pattern of a shoe print on the chair that he's going to take it for further for forensic. <laughs> investigation anyway they took the chair they did the investigation maybe one week so ah, this investigation so yeah my mom's um is in parkview so it's police station in because they went there that's how they got there they saw the guy swinging on the chair in the reception swinging so she asked that sorry is this not the chair they said yeah, we don't forensic come now we don't find anything <laughs> That is now evidence. You get <laughs> That's how the chair is in the reception. <laughs> the guy said, oh, they, they checked everything. And now it's now evidence, so they've kept it in case. and appropriate. That's all they do. It's crazy. No, it's, it's really crazy to think about. There's, there's so much rot in the system, and we have to start from scratch, and we have to start now. And I think what I admire the most about this movement is that nobody's relenting. And Where there is think, no ogre. Thank you very much. I was, and I was going there. Yeah. yeah. When you think, when you think about, about the resilience, when you think that, oh, because they announced yesterday or maybe today, people went, everyone is out there on the streets. Everyone is still p- protesting because that announcement is not sufficient. We need to see real actions. We need to see that, okay, you are really sincere about reforming the entire police force. And like you were saying, there's no guy in this movement, too. So there's no there's no one person that they can call to the corner and say, "Oh, yeah, come, let's negotiate." Let's everyone from the different factions. No, I mean, and, and even if you even country. if you do, they've bad you because nobody goes to listen to them. Yeah, 
Simple. People are trying now to posture as leaders. When they talk about that, nobody is listening to you. Because what do you want to do? You may be at most, you have a small section of a section of a protesting. Maybe, I don't know, Yanokbaja. The people in Kui, go and tell them. Go now. And tell them. The people in no, it's true. The people in Nota, the people in Benin, tell them now. Yeah. You yeah. can't. Nobody can claim ownership. Yeah, you cannot. Every, everyone is angry. Everyone is angry. And um, what I was saying is tomorrow. What we're, what we're trying to do is. Well, actually, when is coming out to be today? Say that again. It's when coming this comes out, out today. today. Oh, wonderful. Okay. <laughs> so t- <laughs> today, what we're trying to do is um, trying to make the movement actually meaningful so so that we actually make some progress yeah so what we're trying to do is try to gather a few folk and um uh prepare so so this uh little thing that that was uh that we saw circulating it kind of captures you know the general feeling in terms of what should be done next mm-hmm. yeah kind of put all that in a document which is probably either a letter or a petition you know something concise and something that has all all that information i'm going to march to the AIG's office and we're going to say, okay, bruh, this is addressed to the president via you. This is what we're asking next. And as we, as we are here right now, we are not going anywhere until you do this and you do this. Of course, there's some things in that document that will take some time, you know, in terms of... No, no problem. You know, we're unemployed. Yeah. We don't <laughs> time. Oh, don't you worry. Don't you worry. We're not in school. They said that yeah. we're lazy and we don't have youth. Don't you worry. That so, see that BBM Vim. Ah, uh, that yeah. big brother so, Vim. And this one we now don't have to pay 30, 30 naira per vote. Don't worry. We are that here. Energy, we, are we have it. So today we are here. We are staying here. We are sleeping here until we see real action. And even us that we are here, that we are seeing this, like you said earlier, we cannot speak for other people who can't. <laughs> We are only speaking for ourselves. Yeah. But if you know what is good for yourself, you know why we are complaining, you will actually fix it if you really want there to be peace. And it's not that there's a dearth of resources. What yeah. do you, want? you want people to write the policy for you? Don't Look, you worry. Anything you want. Mm-hmm. Anything you need. Anything you want. You need anything lawyers. You need. Yeah. Don't worry. You want are, people to write policy. Too, much, too many lawyers are gone. Young Nigerians, mm-hmm. if there's anything... Because, once again, my dad was like, he doesn't understand how we seem so sort of like dynamic. I said, when you don't, nobody dashes you anything. Mm. there is no Forces. grant for you mm. there is no grant mm. you do everything everything necessity. is by yourself necessity is mother it's for yourself by yourself young Nigerians we do not have oh maybe you get third class if you go to one office you write letter they say ah you want to go to London no problem take a promotion take money go to London no visa when you get there if you like come back if you like them we don't have not, those mm. opportunities are dead mm-hmm. we don't have so young Nigerians we understand the meaning of you people think you know hard work. Us, we know. Because they're starting from you. Guys, and the truth of the matter is, we're actually not going to stop until they stop. See now, as we're just talking here, they've shot four people. Two people are dead in Suruleri. They've shot what? four other people. In Ojo where police are, are packing people and assaulting them. They're putting them into cars and they're shooting at them, at, as in, as we're speaking now. So all this one that we're saying is not in Lagos. It has jammed everybody now. And you see, this is why... We cannot let them go. You, I've never you seen. Stop. I've never seen a Nigerian police officer de-escalate. Never, 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 never. You they know don't this, know how to do it. You know it's not part of their training. Of like, oh, you come into a place and two people are fighting. You know, I've never seen a situation where the police officer calms situation down. Your next step is always, and so that's the thing. People who aren't trained, they don't know better. They're not trained better. My brother interned a few years ago 
and an armory. So if I actually, actually, should have him on the podcast because he also he has worked in the cemetery as well. But, <laughs> but that's that, you know. And they said oh, they were, when he was going, they really missed him because he was a very good salesman. But that's not that you know there. But he worked at an armory, and part of that is basically a selling weapons. My brother said the day Nigerian police came to test weapons, mm. he wanted to enter the ground in shame. <laughs> that first way they held the weapons, he was like. This is gonna be a big mistake. This is gonna be a problem. Shame, shame, shame is coming onto us. Then they shot, and I think because they held the gun wrong, kick back. The guy started in Yoruba, started shouting Yoruba, he showed that they want to kill him. <laughs> My brother was like, um, it was now like the guy selling the weapons that had to show them how to like hold the guns properly. And I'm not surprised because you see, first of all, you see normal policemen in Nigeria just swinging AKs. They're just carrying big automatic rifles. Just carry big swinging on the road. You see somebody, a policeman on Okada, with I don't understand. Is that a gun? That gun you're carrying? Are you supposed to be swinging it like that? Just on Okada, anyhow. They don't account for bullets every day. In the states, if you shoot, you account for every single. Like you have to explain what happened with each bullet. What did you do? Nigerian policemen can enter a bar, vex, bah. What on earth? They can drink on the job. I can't count the number of times I've uh, inner light, inner light, and just a drunk, waft. Drunk policemen. Just oh. a waft of alcoholic fumes. And it's not just that they had a sip. You guys. Drunk. Yeah. Fully yeah, drunk. Give me five minutes. They're just dang- they're just dangerous. You know, a menace to society, and it's, I don't. Really sick are we cra- Are we? But are we now crazy for wanting better or wanting more? Like, what's the excuse for not for not prioritizing? Like, at the very least, because when you, when you, when you, I think the first job of the commander in chief is to protect lives and property, right? Mm-hmm. And one of the easiest ways to do that is through your police force. Mm-hmm. So, shouldn't that be? I mean, like I said earlier on, I think. You've given these guys a bit too much credit <laughs> <laughs> by saying that they're thinking about the world. They just do not care. This is the same country where there's a certain terrorist group that's terrorizing. It's only an area. They've not really moved out of that area since their terrorist organization has been um, doing what they're doing. But we have not been able to find a solution to that. And the president doesn't really seem bothered. So you do you really think these guys care? I don't understand it though. They don't. They're wicked souls. Yeah. I, I just I'm They're happy wicked souls. I'm just happy that young Nigerians are realizing that we're on our own. It shocks yeah. us. Like you see people shocked. Even me, I'm still shocked. Like, oh, so like these senators aren't going to say anything. This house of reps these Senators? Essays. Why would senators talk? Let me tell you why senators would not talk. Senators and, and House of Rep members, their own is the worst. I saw a, I saw a <laughs> document yesterday that was showing me how much they're collecting. Senators, there is a monthly salary, which is by the book, probably supposed to be the only thing that they get. There's a monthly salary of 750k per month, I think. Then there's another something called sitting allowance of like uh, 12 point something million per month. Then there's another general allowance, 200 million per month. Then there are still other allowances. You, you, you think these guys care? They're going there to collect 
when they run for elections, when they spend all the money that they spend, why didn't they spend all that money? Because in their mind, ah, it's an investment. They will go there to go and recoup their investment. Yeah, and you know that, and that's why allowances. if you if you've ever been in England, if like when you were at school, there were ever English elections, you notice that the difference in the way they run them. I don't think you're allowed to run adverts on television in the UK. Yeah, you, I mean, like you can't be running to be MP and you know, and then also they they they've designed their system to be super cost efficient. So it is not that the president has to go and campaign in every single. You are the president or the the prime minister comes from the ruling the, the party with the most seats. They, like the, it's just like why why must we always copy the what with the most largest with the biggest stuff we can't afford? Why why do we build systems? that are crazy. I was talking to, I think it was Fee. I was saying that I don't understand how um, Nigerians will st- allow something to start and not stop. It was in the early 2000s that bribery at checkpoints, like police who come to your car became a by force thing. Like, you know, you're not tipping them. They are, you know, they are basically threatening you into giving them money. And then you get to 2020, 20 years later, and you, you SARS is, a, is rotting fruit from a disease tree. Mm-hmm. They are not... They didn't come out of nowhere. It's not like the entire police force was great and these guys just a super rogue unit. You know, mm, I think... I get what you mean. Do you understand what I mean? You, mm. you, something will start. start yeah, yeah. And we and never nip it in. And we never nip it in the bud. Yeah. They don't... They don't they, these guys don't fucking care now. They, don't, they, they really don't care. So can I swear on this? Yes, uh, of course. Okay, sorry. I'm surprised you haven't been swearing uh, <laughs> But yeah, I think... I think because people keep asking, what do you guys want? We're not crazy. It offends me so much because we're not crazy. Because, you know, like, so for instance, today, um, the 12th of October, there was young Nigerians woke up super early, as early as 4 a.m. People were out on the road to kind of stop movement, stop the flow of traffic on what is basically Lagos's biggest highway. And there was a lot of ruckus about us causing traffic. And I said, but do you know what's happening now is that there are thousands of people in their cars who are ordinarily would just consider this something that's kind of like, ah, oh, my she, these young people, that's so sad. Mm. Now you're stuck. And these people are telling you that if you want us to move, start making those phone calls and tell these people to give us what they want, mm. give us what we want. Because what we want, we're not holding the state to ransom because this is not Casa del Papa, what's the name of that Netflix show? We're not trying to <laughs> rob a bank. It's mm. not that. It is that we're saying... Sorry, if you are, please don't be angry, but we don't want to die anymore. Don't kill us. Don't be angry. It's too much to <laughs> ask. It's actually ah. insane. That it's, it's such bare minimum shit. Why? I don't know how any young person would even question why this is happening. Why any young person would even send you a message that, oh, why is the, why is the toll gate blocked or, oh, there's traffic or like, what? And I said, are I, you mad? I told my dad this morning, do you know what we want? Do you know what young people want? Everybody thinks they are powerless. They don't know anybody. I said, by the time your small to medium-sized owner, business owner, boss, all your staff are stuck in traffic, you start looking for who to call. Mm. That what do these people want? Mm. The mm. banks, the telcos, there are people are in traffic. They will, see, I understand. See, me, the thing is, I'm, I'm even quite pragmatic. I grab that you may not be able to do, make the fancy statement, but start making those calls behind the yeah. scenes because if we're not comfortable, if, you can never be okay. If airport is blocked and you want to travel and you want to travel you, you will start yes the bank MDs are going you to start making phone calls yeah. the telco companies are going to start making phone calls like, what do we need to get what do we need to do to get this done mm. what that and that is what me I want because at yeah. the moment it feels like we are just on our own young Nigerians haven't gotten anything from Nigeria and now we're fighting a fight and what the, you know a lot of 
the um, traditional media is framing it to be is that you know I want onishekushi. You know they're just looking for trouble. No, that's what sometimes the way you when you the way it's being framed is almost like. And I'm sure papers tomorrow will start looking like, oh, they are, they are still making noise after they even said they've dissolved it. No, that is not what we want. We want restitution. We want reform. Definitely. We definitely. don't want... We don't want... Do you know how horrible it is for people in the prime of that? You basically raise yourself. Your parents hustle to raise you. And then your life is just cut down for nothing. Even if you are Absolutely. a criminal... It, it doesn't give people the right to take is, your life. There is judicial process that there is for criminals, for people that commit offenses that they arrest. Blah, blah, blah. You have to try them, find them guilty, then sentence them. So you don't just even kill them on the spot. So how how much more innocent young people with you know, promising future? Then some of the some of the arguments. If they if 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 you if you if you sack them, what would they do? First of all, if you are sacked, that means it's more than likely you are actually a criminal. So how about jail? How about that? You know, you guys have no problem. Nigeria had no problem shutting borders and basically bankrupting hundreds and thousands of small-time traders. You didn't ask what they were going to do then. The Lagos State government woke up and decided that guys who were on bikes and kekes, thousands of people, your job is no longer viable. Oh, nobody asked what are they going to do then. Mm. Now, all of a sudden, you have a rogue unit of how many people... Killing, raping, maiming, and yeah, you have the audacity to ask young people what would they do? I felt like some sense. You know, Nigerians love sentimental bullshit going around about how police are not properly paid. I said, this is Nigeria. How many people are properly paid? People have multiple hustles, six, five. People are going crazy. Young people are having hypertension because they are literally struggling to survive. Your response to not being able to live on your salary cannot be to take the gun you are given to protect to shoot them, to shoot innocent people and to Thank kill you. them. To, if you want to, to say something, rob, if, to you really, if you really have mind like that, if you are not okay and your bosses are okay, that's who you should have a problem with, not regular Nigerians. Thank you. Because we're not the one that puts you... If that you are that, that bold, if you are that brave, if you, are that, if, 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 you are, if you have that much integrity, if you want to act like you are a victim of the system, face who puts you in that position. Yeah. Don't, don't victimize ordinary Nigerians like you. It is, yeah. I think it is such bullshit that we are giving them such easy outs. I think what's happening now is just a clear, um, a, a, a clear proof that this new generation of Nigerians, we are not like the older generation. We are not like the people that came before us. We are not going to agree like this <laughs> my dear <laughs> what's happening right now i promise you is even a lot beyond the uh the police issue it's, mm-hmm. it's the general issues the general rot in the system everyone is fed up nobody wants to continue like this and we are not going to continue under no condition are we going to continue like this? We are not backing down. We are not stepping back. If they want, they should come and shoot everybody. Bullet will finish. That Bullet happened in finish. that happened. No, that happened in the states. I heard about that. Like too. they were shooting, shooting, shooting. All of a sudden, people stopped. They now heard like some policeman, policeman kind of saying that. I like Bullet. They turned back as I chasing them. Hmm. There's only so much. You have to engage people. Mm-hmm. You have to talk to your constituents. What do you guys want? How do we see? Public servants, that servant part, they did not write it for decoration. Mm. Your job is to solve problems, not create more. Yeah. You're there to serve. I why, feel why like, you, you, know, you know, there was a picture, you know, of a guy that got hurt, I think in Ogu State. And he got to the hospital and it was these young doctors using like a rechargeable lamp mm-hmm. to help him. And I was like, that's the, see, this is Nigeria. 
you know. Who is really the, who is really the victim here? Mm. Because you get into those hospitals and you're frustrated with the doctors, the public hospitals. You're annoyed. But it's at the point where you buy your own gauze. You buy your own iodine. Buy your own spirit. You pay out of pocket for every single thing. Imagine if that, that there's, a, there's a nurse married to a policeman. They are both in a, what is What is their hope, in essence? Mm. So, me, I just, that's the only issue I see. Regular police, you people don't know. I wish I, wish I was a better person so I could be more forgiving. Because the two people that were fighting for two. <laughs> yeah, we're fighting for everyone. Yeah. It's not we're young people for them as well. looking for anarchy. I'm a young woman. I know all the horrible things that can happen to women. Of course, I, I need the police to exist. Of course, I need state security forces Definitely, to exist. Of course. There's but no, I'm not going to put myself at the mercy of There's no system mad... that can thrive without a proper police force. Thank you. There's, there's no system but they're acting can... like we're crazy for asking for better. They're mad. They're very mad. They are very, all of them, they're mad. The refusal to <laughs> use tech and then you punish, people for, you punish young people for going into tech. Mm. you know you don't want you don't want to use it mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i mean for instance i was telling my dad eh, let them i was you know because i get high and mighty eh, why when, when they why why don't they just if they really if they're really serious in the next week you know there are contractors that can do it they'll kind of rig rig um the house of reps and you know senate and it's thumbprint now it should be people all these they are voting of just shouts yeah nee, no let's say be thumbprinted so that everybody all of us can see if there's a bill about police reform. Let's know who is who. Mm. You know, who is saying that this thing is not good enough? Who is saying that the police doesn't need to have cameras or they need to go through training? If a policeman assaults you in Delta, there's no file. There's no, there's no central file. Mm. You know? I can't Google his name and see that he has shot somebody in Delta before. They just ship him to Lagos. Mm. And he'll just blend in and start again. You get what I mean? Like, 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 you refuse to use tech. Technology, you refuse yeah. to move forward. There's no, there's no and then you see young boys thing. carrying laptops. You see young girls with phones. They are using it to do amazing things. And then you want to punish them for it. Anything, anything they you see. Just open, they you, see you, with any gadget now. You are into Yahoo. It is crazy. To me, oh, like I think even us as young people, we need to just deep how crazy this system it's is. ridiculous. Just sit down and think about it one day. When you're sitting and think about it, a policeman can do anything to you. You don't have his name. You don't have his number. You can't make. You can't file a report that you get there and they are shuffling papers. So you know that there is no central database that tells you every single pol- police officer's name, his ranking, you know, his re- year-on-year reports. If he shot anybody, if he's if he has mental health issues, if he has lived, through, if he went to war, if he was a soldier before, does he have PTSD? You don't know anything. You don't know where he came from. You don't know if he has biases based on where he lived. Why on earth do we even have a federal system? Somebody who goes to go to school in Bono and come on, you just fling him to Lagos, say you are, you are now a Lagos State policeman. What do you know about this place? How can you be effective? Why are you not in the place where you grew up? Why are you not in the state you chose? It's just small things like that. We'll be frustrating ourselves here. Young people say we don't want again and you're acting like we're crazy. No, do you know what? If you think you are, you are mad, us, we are madder. And we have nothing. See, young people, we don't even have much to lose. We don't, yes. <laughs> we, much to lose, and oh property, <laughs> we don't have all the things that you are protecting. We don't have, you, you've messed up the country. So there is nothing like that for us. Property, mm. we don't have. School, we don't have. Job, we don't have. No, it's true. The companies that they say are crumbling, it's not our own. Mm. Yes, all our companies are in the cloud, dear. We can work while on the war front. Unlike you, everything is property, an, analog. Property, even if you have property. <laughs> if you die, are you taking your property with you? <laughs> Last last, everybody goes still die. We're still gonna live here. Yeah, but I just 
while we're here, let's be like, let's just let's thrive. Not too much to ask. Let's just be human. Let's, <laughs> let's just be thrive. Human. Nigerians want to. Nigerians are not asking for too much. I don't think. Oh. By saying we don't want to die. Yeah, I don't, basic, I don't think we're asking. Basic for shit. That's but not do you think, crazy. Do you think that maybe Nigeria, because a lot of people bring up these conversations and, you know, do you think that, do you believe in Nigeria as it is right now? Like as an entity? As, it's a single as we entity. Are right now, or do you think that, oh, all the different fa- factions should be, should break away? Because a lot of people, you know, advocate for that, oh, let's you know why let's... <laughs> I used to be like that. Do you know why I don't? Yeah, I've because never really been like on that. On a state know. level, I can't, I can't, not even on a state level. No, not on a state level. Like on a, so okay, let's say. On a regional, that's what I said. On a so regional level. On exactly. a regional level. Before I get to regional, let me start from, I, there's not one excellent local government in Nigeria. There's no one? Excellent local government in Nigeria. And but those people, so let me tell you, let me give you an example. Where waste management, roads, preschool, the stuff that's under the um, local government's control. There is not one. It's probably not really on that. <laughs> yeah, but even at that, so okay, that was on a state level. There's not mm. one excellent Nigerian state, mm. and those are your indigents. It is not about breaking up. If we mm. break up, you will just have individual megalomaniacs because these guys are not. The system it does not reward them for doing what they are supposed to do. Mm. So if it was that, you could say that southwestern Nigeria, um, educationally they are at this level, the police. Be, um, act like this, their GDP is on a higher level, their education system is on a better level, their healthcare system. So you can now say that, okay, boy, so here they've been able to figure out how to get the best out of public service. But there is no region in Nigeria, none, none that is excellent. So it doesn't matter if you break... Governors are like mini-gods. They can't do and undo. Education is under... Um, apart from federal roads... What's your excuse? There are state hospitals. What is your excuse? Mm-hmm. Everybody blames federal, but the state governors, house of the laws are unjust mm-hmm. in states. States can make their own laws. They are unjust. Yeah, state, can make their own yeah. laws. state can build their own hospitals. Yes. State can, state can do but there is not one. Do you understand what I mean? There's no one place you go to that is that the state has run itself excellently. Because that would then be a very clear indication of what happens when you break away. Because you can say, no, but look at these guys. What is holding them back is the rest of Nigeria. There is not one. Do you understand what I mean? There is just... I mean, maybe I want people to prove me wrong, but there is not one. There isn't one. Yeah, there is no region. You can't say the Southeast that is consistently excellent. And the only thing holding them back is the fact that they attach these 35 other entities. There is not one. None. If not, all the young people would have moved there. The only reason why in Lagos is because of by virtue of where Lagos is, and it's just by water. Cities by water, you have an unfair advantage from jump. It's former capital, you know. So and it has all these advantages. You take that away, and there's nothing about this state that is run excellently. To be honest, we have a commissioner of drainage affairs. I found out today. We do. Do people know? There's a commissioner of drainage affairs. Yes, and I suggest we find that person and every day for the and next one year, people should just find that person and make him, him or her swim inside a gutter every day until he starts fixing it. Just drag the person and be pushing them yes. inside different gutters. I, I swear to you, I'm not even joking right now, I'm going to find out the commissioner of drainage Commissioner affairs. of drainage affairs, you know that. I'm, go- I'm going to look it up. Who is Lagos State Commissioner of Education? The Lagos State Education System, one number 11, I think, on Jambo, Waek. Lagos State education system is propped up by private schools. It is not state schools that are giving us those results. It is thousands of private schools in Lagos that prop up those results. If it was just Lagos State's run schools, 
would that be the result? Healthcare income is our, is our mat, mat, uh, maternal mortality better? Don't let them, don't let them like, you know, bamboozle you on this P of is because we're tight to other people that we need to break up. They are, they are, they are, that one is the biggest lamba. They are lying. It's lamba, it's lamba. We're not the only multi, multi, they are lying. One cultural country. Oh, there's so many countries where there's, it's not because of tribe or religion. Of, it's not that. It's scarcity. And they're existing together. So it's Mr. Tunji Bello. Unidoti. Honorable Commissioner. Is he the one? Wait, no, 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 no. I don't think it's him. Wait, see, wait. Engineer Joe Igbokwe, special advisor. Okay, maybe this is the commissioner. Maybe that's the special advisor. Only dot Special advisor, drainage and water resources. Good. Do we have either? People buy water in tankers every day. So, okay, okay. No, no, there's a minister. I think there's a minister of environment. Mm -hmm. So, he now has a special advisor on drainage and water resources. Okay. So is the commissioner slash so in the state, the minister what what a minister is on the federal level, yeah. the commissioner is on the state level. Uh -huh. So that's so it now. That's him. Tunji so you people, if you know him, start calling him. When you're no, I'm not joking. Do you know the problem? These guys they don't see in England. That's why I learned this thing. Or more is in England I learned this thing. Mm. There's the no your the MP. Your then? MP is not your guy. It was until I saw MPs doing knocking on doors to beg for votes. I said. Hey. Mm. Hmm. I said, eh, hmm. your MP will show up at your yard hmm. to explain himself or herself that, sorry, please, this is why I need you people. This hmm. is why I deserve to be here. Hmm. If anything is going wrong, in, you know, even small-time American congressmen, they hustle like crazy because anything happens, they know your address, they know your office address, they know your wife's work. They'll be, see me, I said it too. Let me tell you what we need to do at this point because it's not, sometimes when people try and get to my dad, they start calling me. What happens? I come and I daddy, please, somebody's looking for you. And this is just on a regular level. Like, ah, please, we're trying to find pastor. We can't find pastor. I, do you know what? I just need you to get off my back. So I'll find him for you and tell him to call you immediately. Some of them are callous. They have official number. They'll just leave it in one corner. It'll be ringing. Sure, your children have official number. Or your wife's shop. He has official number, but don't worry. No, like, like, no, you people are pushing Nigerians. You're pushing Nigerians to a yeah. wall. Yeah. And that's the problem. And that's what's going to happen. Because we've we'll be respect, we'll been so respectful for too long. We get to that long. wall and we have to push back. Yes. And now we're pushing back already. Now everybody, no, I've been calling my local government chairman, it has been busy because I tweeted it. So now everybody is calling their local government chairman. Everybody's calling their sister. And those people who see is a, is a pigeon prom. The picky way saying, my man no go sleep himself, no go sleep. All of us. Straight up. All of us. Literally, literally. All of us. And literally. it's not even in a revolutionary way. It's just very simple. We ask for something. You are paid one of the highest salaries in the world to do it. Shame, shame will not catch you that. Let me even do half mark. And that's all I keep thinking. You are the IG of Nigerian police. What is your job? Why are you protecting rogue officers? Why are you doing that? Why are you intimidating people that are asking you questions? Why are you doing that? In any, in any sane climate, by now, the Inspector General of Police would have been fired. He in, won't be fired because by himself, he will resign. Exactly. By himself, Shane will tell you that it's time for me to resign. resign. It's even far for, for these people. <laughs> for, these, for these idiots. Commissioners of Police where SARS are running. You know, how can, you, how can you have a reputation in your state that this police station, this is what happens there and nothing happens to your job? People will just go inside and then the next thing their mothers will be rolling on the floor outside your station and nothing will happen. Nothing. Like, 
Ah. I don't know. I just feel like... And this is why I told you that these people don't care. That's why... I'm, they what, don't care. That's why we made Because this. if you genuinely care about your citizen, the ordinary man, if you genuinely care, you know that the police is under the watch, under the care, under the run of the IG. And all these things, all these gross violations are happening and you are still... <laughs> You are coming to give. Uh, I'm talking about the president now. Coming to give one minute address, where you said nothing about um, uh, responsibility or accountability of the inspector general. You just mentioned briefly. Uh, we are thoroughly. That's what they always say. Rubbish. We are thoroughly investigating the circumstances that led to. The... Where? When next are we going to hear about that? When next do we really hear about these things? They say, oh, eh, this person is under investigation. This, and that's it. But now, this one is different because why? We are not going to agree. But there's nothing... See, when you've created a monster, you know, you well, give us jobs, you will not give us. So there's no way... What I'm saying, you will not give us. So there's no way for these people to actually go. Mm. Now, even, in fact, the funny thing, one guy was saying he, even, he is even happy because at least his 010 is guaranteed. He eats every day. When you call out to protest, there will be jollof rice. Yeah. There is water. <laughs> so, see, when you create these monsters, you don't know what you are doing. Mm. You bang, you close schools, universities in the country for mm. months. Well, the people, you, what um, are they doing? This, this, Our parents even are at home. You are not doing anything. This, so, is what, this, is what, this, is what, this is what I was telling you earlier on. That what we're experiencing now is a lot beyond the police issue. Mm. This is now... The general rot in the system. Like you said, this person is coming out thinking in his mind that ah, at least my 010 is guaranteed. <laughs> because the system is so fucked up that that person doesn't even know where the next meal is going to come from. If so, there's going to be a next meal. Definitely. Everybody is ginger to come out. Everybody <laughs> is ginger to cause chaos. And this chaos will continue to happen. It will. If these guys don't find a solution, if they don't nip it in the bud right now, it will continue. And see, the thing is, we don't want... So I remember I remember kind of having this back and forth with a friend of mine. And she was like, oh, um, why, why aren't you know, people kind of taking meetings and stuff? And I said, because it's easy to derail at that point. If you, want, if you really want to change this thing, it's very simple. You know who to lead. You know what with. to do. You know what to do. We've already do. told you what to do. do you it. know what to do. If you want to create world-class policy, you know what to do. If you need, see, if you need young Nigerians, if you need the best and most brilliant minds in Nigeria to do shit for you pro bono, that is how tired they are. People will do it. People will do it. It is not, so the, the point, and it is Me, dangerous. I was saying this. There's nobody that's going for any meeting so I that will, they're not find your mother's shop I've been saying and this. scatter everything inside. I've no. Been, I've been saying this for the longest time. Anytime we have these discussions with like my guys or whatever, there's no reason why a legislator should be doing what they're doing as a full-time job. How many times do they sit in the house, on the floor of the house, to debate? To debate That's what I told on, you. I know, I know they don't, they don't, um, they don't how many, sign how many, Do you know how many they times they sit in a week? Maybe once or twice. And they, they don't, don't sign like, in electronically. So that one is not even everybody. So, so you can't tell who they, was and, there, and for who that, was not there. For that, for that little work sitting, that they're doing, yeah, they have they, allowance. that is all that they do. They have sitting allowance. They have salary. They have other numerous allowances that amounts to hundreds of millions. So how wouldn't... And there, how, many of, how many senators are there? How many house of... There's 300 and something... Uh, what I send it to the house, house I know reps. there's one like there's 300 and something there's another one that like is 100 and something house of reps is 300 so, and something you see how many people each person is getting hundreds of millions now think about the total that amount of money 
Do you know how much we can slash that and channel these resources to actual people that really need these resources? Because these guys will come there. They will debate one day. After that, mm, they meet again next week. That's all. What are you doing with your life? What is your work that you are really doing? As a senator or as a house of... Is that, it's, not, it's not a full-time job. I see no reason why it should be a full-time job. Mm-hmm. And these are, these are issues, these are areas where we can really cut and... Re- Look, man, there's a complete overhaul. There's a total restructure of our and, and somebody, somebody, somebody right who thought she was being slick in like a religious group chat said to me, um, so if it's a couple of them, I said with 70% youth unemployment, there are people for the job. Untainted people. Mm. If you want to start from scratch, if you want to start all of them, don't 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 ever tell yourself that lie in a country that has seventy percent unemployment. That if you start from scratch, there'll be nobody. There'll be plenty. Mm. There are plenty, 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 plenty people take over the work. There'll be plenty. There'll, there'll be, be plenty. plenty. Although, although ever, I, I've been thinking about that issue of like whether to sack all of them, Sha. You don't need to sack all of them. Yeah, exactly. You need to sack enough. Just thank you. Thank you very much. All you need to do is sit down, have a probe. Look, okay, this, this, and this, and this stupid people have been in gross violation of people's human rights. You dismissed. Get out. This, this, and this, they've been compliant, whatever. Okay, take you. Psychologically, no, we're not sacking them, they are going to jail. Re- la, 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 la. No, they kill people. No, of course, uh-huh. after dismissal, guaranteed. After dismissal, prosecution <laughs> and sentencing must follow. Guaranteed. This, this and this have been, you know, behaving normally. You know, they've been working well, no problem. Come, let's reevaluate you because we are disarming this unit. Let's reevaluate you and see whether you qualify mm-hmm. to move to another unit. Mm-hmm. These things we must do and we must do now before we know that you have really disbanded SARS. So that that's really pretty much what we're asking for. Yes. Yeah, so I just I always, I just want people to listen to this and just deep the problem. I'm not saying we don't know what the problems are, but I need us to stay like focused and because you're going to get let me tell you something you're going to get tired you are young young people our ginger will carry us for only so long you will get tired so you need to constantly remember why you're doing what you're doing us that's the young people that are going to put this no some of us will go out today some people go out we cannot tire we are not tired (laughs) tired tired what (laughs) tired never there's no such thing my dear (laughs) <laughs> as we are put, <laughs> as day, we are there we are sitting down there we are sitting down there till until further notice until what we are asking for is actually we until we actually see like you said earlier bring the child to television let's be watching it like this mm-hmm. let's be watching everything as it's unfolding and make sure that justice is served until yeah. then we are on the streets no time I think I think that I don't think that those are like ridiculous. And like I said, if you if you want if you want policy rewrites, if you want constitutional rewrites, there are people. Let's stop pretending that your issue is manpower. I hate it so much. I hate it so much. The pretense that the Nigerian issue is manpower or there's a lack of young people that are interested or invested is a lie. You know, man. They do have many young people are are willing and waiting and ready to work. What do you need us to do for you? Bring, bring, it, bring we'll it. Do it. Do it. <laughs> I will do it. Uh, this, this, what we're asking for, for you to set up an independent body that's, that is probing into all these cases of gross violations of, of, of human rights for individuals. Set up this body that consists of nobody that has any government influence. Yeah, Just an external interest. body. Yeah. Do you know what I'm saying? 
maybe maybe ngos maybe human rights organizations you know pick people here there set up this body start start the trial now 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 let's see that you are serious no, about you, justice being served at the very least start with the ones that before you even go into the deep probes the ones that people don't hear about they are ones that we as in they caught them on video they saw them it's clear now they saw them it's clear it's not that maybe they don't have evidence they don't all these things are clear. Mm-hmm. Like you said earlier on, when they want to walk, they can walk. They know what to do. They mm-hmm. know where to go. Mm-hmm. But like I said, also I, I earlier, a, they don't care. I spoke to a police officer who was telling me how he they, they kind of busted this unit when he was, I don't know if it was Abuja or Delta. And, you know, he said it so casually. He was like, you know, for the investigation, he had to, he was in a different police station. So he had to be in the cell. You know, he basically was pretending to be a robber. Hmm. And he was in the cell for two weeks. And he said it so casually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, what was this um, final breaking point? He was like, he told, you know, at the time when they went to investigate him, so they kind of, his, his, his contemporaries, they kind of roughed him up a little bit. So he said, you know what? The next time you're coming, bring Igbo. Act like you snuck in Igbo for me. This was after like a week and a half. And once they realized, they were like, ah, you are able to get this in, blah, blah, blah. They started opening up. And that's how he, they found like the leader of the gang. So he was like, and he was like, you know, this wasn't even a, for, to him, it wasn't a big deal. And he said, see, madam, I'm not lying to you. A lot of the force is bad. But there's some people that just want to do this kind of work. Mm. This is what we want to do with our lives. It's not, it's not, we don't need a lot of money. You know, they don't want to be billionaires or trillionaires, but they, they don't want to be, be, they just want to live okay. They just want to live okay. You know, they want to, they want to have a house. Too much to ask. Let me just live okay. Let that me just... Not ashamed of... And I will always say... I'm dedicating my life to defending people, to defending lives and property. Let me just be okay. Anyway, mm. Ni- young Nigerian Shab, I'm very, very proud of us, I must say. I am, oh, I At swear. a point, I started losing... I, I started, actually, not at a point, I'd lost hope, Seth. Me, I, me <laughs> I've never lost hope. That's uh, one thing. Otibere. <laughs> <laughs> you don't come. Jelena, don't kill me, please. <laughs> please, dear, don't kill me. I swear, I've never... And my friends usually, oh, you know, even if it's just little group chats when we're talking, they really make fun of me. Yeah, oh, shit, Mr. Nigeria. <laughs> <laughs> you really believe, oh. I've never, because all I knew all it took, or be all it took, or all it would take was this kind of moment. Just everybody genuinely realizing that, come, are we mad? What is actually going on? And it's happening, and I'm glad it's happening. I'm happy. I'm so excited. My dad was disturbing me he was like where are you i hear they are shooting yeah my grandma just called me he's like where where are you i hear they are shooting i know you people haven't done anything wrong but where are you i don't know i feel the aggression to me is almost like why are you acting like your citizens are your are like enemy for online do you know what i feel this aggression do you know where it will be perfect sambisa if you guys if this is this energy this vim to this vim this energy is needed. It's not as if there's one. We don't have a serious, you know, fight going on. A needed one. If you this vim, this energy, carry the it energy. You now. should honestly let them go and sit down. Like see how they've turned Surulere into a war zone now. And the thing is, everyone is now going to start fighting. And these policemen, they don't even have any sense. They're just that's going why to keep I said going. they always they don't have situations. any sense. You know, I think I genuinely do think that our people, young people, by that I mean, don't don't. I'm really angry. Don't get discouraged. It's a lo- it's, going to, it's, going, it's going to be a while. It's going to be a long, long Because what long we want is while. a lot. Not just about this police issue, but on a wider level. Because we're organizing. See, we have tools 
Like to encourage us a little, we have tools these people don't understand. When it started on social media, it was a joke. But we've watched people build businesses. We watched them crowdfund. We've learned how to use tech. We've learned how to mobilize. We've learned how to mobilize. And I think that they should be very outside of traditional of systems. Yeah. That we didn't know was possible. There was a time when if you couldn't announce something in the newspaper, it's dead on arrival. Mm. I, I was just saying it like the other day. Yeah? We're talking about that. That the newspaper used to be the the mode of the be all and the end all. Now, you know, <laughs> things have really changed. Fakemi and I have been doing fundraising specifically for this. Yeah, um, more, see, treasurer. Nigerians are ready to go and see that. See, oh, Nigerians, they are ready to turn up their left leg. Mm. For see, this we, thing. we said you look at in two one, minutes. If you tweet now, somebody needs help. I promise you, people will flood. And the thing is, when you look at the donations, it is one k, one five. Nobody is sending three hundred, four hundred k. No, everybody people are sending send, what they people have. People are sending what they have. Numbers. But when you look at the speed at which that stuff is coming, only, I was saying something you would not believe if you looked at the location. I think, I think, I think that's the thing that is amazing to me. You are raising money. You say you need 200K. You are at 7 million. You say, please, people stop. They say, don't worry. You still they said, don't worry. Else. Look, I said that I wanted to raise but 50K, 100K. I have 5 million in one account. In the other account, we have over 12 million. And that's in Naira. The dollars people are still coming. The pounds, the pounds, the pounds, Let me say my account. But then the, the, the dollars and pounds people... Their own problem now is because at the moment we have, um, like, you know, like CBN is being funny about dollars and pounds. Oh. But don't see diaspora money. Not, not to be funny. That Erica's go, go fund me. That was not even the Nigerians. Though. That was no. all diaspora people because we can't use go fund me in Nigeria. That's 75, yes, that's 75K. Really? Yeah, you can, if you have a Nigerian card, you can't use it. That 75K was just them, diaspora people. Hmm. So those ones haven't, haven't even started turning up yet. They are ready. People that left Nigeria by force. They didn't want to go. They didn't want to go. And you're telling them that, oh, it's like there's a way in small, small ways to fix this place. We just need money. How much is 10K to them? Bro. So I think, I think young people don't be discouraged. Some people will send money and will send me a text apologizing. I was only able to give 3K. I said, my dear, if you have 48 Naira, send, send it. Send it. Don't worry. Don't worry. Everything you don't counts. know what this is doing. People mm. are being fed. We're able to mobilize ambulances. We're able to mobilize healthcare for people. We're able to mobilize lawyers. Look, no, we're able data. to move everything. See what's happening now Twitter with the people they've arrested. They've already sent lawyers there. People are already rushing. They, they can't do this thing anymore. That's the truth. Mm. It's not going to be sustainable for them. And it's, it's on a different... So, and, and, and that then forces you to think, if we can do this, what if, else we, can if you we do? can mobilize here, 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 and here, then what is wrong with these guys? <laughs> yes! Like, you have so much power. You have so much resources at your disposal. But still... And do you know what the hobby is? You bake 60,000 cupcake because Nigeria is... That's what you want to use the might of the Nigerian office to do. I was watching a documentary about um, the... Oh, shit. What, is, what are their names? Roosevelt. The Roosevelt. Theodore and Franklin. Theodore Roosevelt by sheer... You know when it's just... what the, 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 the base of what this guy has is mind. Like, this is what we are going to do. Mm. Using the states as an instrument. Mm. That's what he decided. And Franklin Roosevelt was like his nephew. Became president of, like a few decades later. And it was the same thing. This is what I'm going to use. So things like the FDA, basically, meat markets. Um, the, he, he basically, you know this rural electrification plan? Franklin Roosevelt did, it, did the American version. And 
in essence, it was just a this is what we're going to do in my tenor. All those backwater, we're going to hook them up with light. That is what we want to do. That is my own part of my own plan. When you see what people can use the power of the state to do, and then you're saying Nigeria is turning 60, let's bake 60,000 cupcakes, let's spend six million on a clip ass looking logo. You spend 17 million, 18 million. See, let me tell you, I think the Nigerian government themselves are going to be shocked at what's going to happen in the next couple of days. And it's their fault. See, Saonuna, he was out, he was out today. He was talking. And look at, as, as in as the governor is out, how many minutes away there's havoc being caused. And he hasn't come back. He hasn't come back to say this was happening. He hasn't gone there to say, you know what, this is my state. And you people will not... You will not hurt my constituents. You will not. You will not hurt my constituents. He hasn't done that. Are you telling me that he doesn't know? So they can't take their convoy and drive to Syria and clear everybody out there. They can't go and release. Like is that what we're saying that they can't go and release those people? It's insane now. I personally just think that Nigerian young people we are on our own, and I'm not saying this in a bad way. It's just that we. We were st- still surprised I think... that people aren't here. And to so... be fair, me, I'd rather be with you people than to be. It's true because there's, if there's one thing we, we know how to do is to show up. We do it all the time. And it's always, we always come together always and, and always, you know, strong. it's come, always strong. 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 You know, people are, people, are, people are funding protests in small villages from, you know, somebody sending you 1,500 from Jigawa. Mm. That money is going to Shogo. You don't know. Do you the get, place. think you about it. Know. You send money from Benin for a, for a protest in Mina. You know, there's just it's going on everywhere. I think, I think this, this this thing is just making us really see possibilities, our yeah. strength. Yeah, mm. how strong we are together. Yeah, and I'm really really grateful for that because it's eye opening. It's eye opening for people that maybe their eyes might have still been closed, which I don't know why it is because we have been through so much that actually have been open since. But just in case anybody still had doubts. Now we can see what we're able to achieve together. Mm-hmm. I also, so I think for the first forward, time, there's definitely a lot of a lot of potential. Yeah, you were going to say. For the first time, I feel like we can do something. I wasn't feeling like that at the beginning. You so, me? I, I feel like, like a lot of. A lot but of we feeling like that like last this. week. No, I wasn't feeling like that. <laughs> Why? I just wasn't. Yeah, but we even felt like a, we could no, do something. Even uh, Let's ginger. Uh, my, uh, my energy has always been. Are you guys mad? Nah, I enter street. I said, ah, ask her now. Last week I was saying it now that anyway, if a revolution happens here, yeah, they go London. I'm supposed to be on the plane now. <laughs> why do we go to London? That's why I told her that. Based on the fact that I'm not Nigerian primarily, you get. You are British. I'm British actually. Will you marry me? Um. What? I thought you was me. Me, you were calling my dear. I also have. No, actually, you also have British passport. You were British over here. Wow. We're actually born of the Queen. I said it. I said, Mon Lolle, I'm going to London. He he, he also is kind of like. I'll be tweeting, oh my God, Nigerian flag, oh my God. Let me make people laugh a bit. We went to. So there was a protest in Ikwe on. (laughs) Ikwe Lekion. What's that name? I mean, I. (laughs) And like, I love seeing. I went away. <laughs> when I got there, we were all just like, oh my God, fuck SARS. <laughs> Honestly, everyone was just like, everyone fuck the police. Oh my God. Somebody said greatest basketball or something and we were all like, sorry? Sorry. <laughs> sorry. The, apparently there's a chance. When I went to uh, Alausa, Nigerian youth. Yeah. <laughs> when I went to Alausa, they were doing great. And, I, and to be fair, even there, I was like, so I, now, so, see, see, so I was standing somewhere where like 
the nails on the cameras, people could see me. So when they say not the greatest, I just moved to the back bay. This is not my jam. <laughs> so Wait, I'm not fam- you guys, I'm not familiar with this. Greatest Nigerian youth. Great. Uh, I don't know it. Aluta <laughs> continua. Hey, I've been saying this Asada. Aluta and I thought, what, what's that? Aluta is just like, we're together. So, know, solidarity. so we are not with solidarity Aluta. I know I'm in my law school now. Uh-uh. <laughs> <laughs> it's a great Britain, great Britain. Please, 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 dear, please. It's for us, it's more yeah. like, oh my god, loot. It's like, you know, it's loot, bit of loot, 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 continuer. That's very British, mate. Well, we're Nigerian, yeah, we are Nigerians. We are Nigerian. That's what we were discussing the other day that what we need to do. Maybe these guys understand the language of embarrassment. More love, Epa. More than anything. See, eh? The language of embarrassment. What we need to do is say, Mr. Tuzi Bello, you are mad. <laughs> Why is Lekki flooded? Why is everywhere? It's what happened to drainage? It's because we're not going to gather at his house. That was like, see, we were, you, so for a while, guys, sorry, you wouldn't have heard maybe fake his voice because, you know, Mother Teresa, we screamed. She was organizing ambulances. But we were talking about how, <laughs> we were talking about how, Part of it is you have to attach, you have to reduce people's social capital. Yeah. You cannot be okay moving like a big man mm-hmm. on public largesse when, mm-hmm. like, a, I, I'm, starting nothing. To, I'm starting to think about you're nothing it. What you're meant to be there doing. is nothing honorable about you now, guy. Nothing. It has to get to the point where, and our generation, there's something that we didn't just well, ah, leko. Mm-hmm. Our disrespect level is high, and we have mm-hmm. to start using it for the right thing. Thank you. I really, I completely you agree see, with you. You see, you see somebody. People will whisper to you, that's the commissioner or something, something. A part of you, Nigerian culture teaches you to start gingering. Like, hey, oh my God, commissioner. But you have to dip it. You mean this guy is my employee. The work we sent him, he's not, not doing. doing. And he has the guts. What I, what, what, nah. what I just want to add to that is that embarrassment. Yeah. Anybody, anybody in life, embarrassment is a, is a universal language. Yep. Yes, now. And everything that we do, in, inadvertent, we don't even know subconsciously is to avoid everything that we do (laughs) thank you very much is to avoid public disdain (laughs) Mm -hmm. and a lot of people might say oh i don't really care about what people the reason why your mother will call you and say ah jola oti marry how old are you Ah, you have not yet married it's because of what her friends are saying to her Ah, so she wants to do wedding so she can show for her friends ah she wedding (laughs) That's so generally we, we do things to. because we want people to look from the outside. That's why and our say, parents try to control our hair, hair our clothes, you know. It's it's so, not for them. Per so se. if you embarrass somebody <laughs> on the outside, oh my realize be fuck up. Yeah. I think that <laughs> you know the thing is that these youths, it takes it takes the first one. It takes the first one. Everybody was talking so much shit. Two years ago, was it two years ago? A year ago, when Darren was asking someone, telling telling him that guy, I know your type. As in, we are going to be here. We will be here this when time we next need year. You. We'll, you'll be here. She's like Darren from Saliko. She okay. was at. So if you you've seen the video probably where 
someone there was a babe that was sitting down and someone who was trying to tell her that no, you know, he's one of no, he's very right talking to you. She said, Okay. I don't think I saw that video. No, you probably didn't see it. She was she said, no, it is. Look, and, said, and I remember when it came random. out. People, and people were people her. were saying she's so rude. She's so rude. You know, she's she, this, she's that, that and you know, how can she be talking to someone like that? Protest, someone have posted it that she you seen. Because she was talking to him that she sat down and he was standing up that so you now. Mm. Well, you, well, as I'm not saying that we haven't heard before, mm. and look and look at it now. Like, look at today. This man came out. I can't believe he's not on road, as in asking. There are dead bodies on the road. There are dead bodies on. People are taking pictures of dead bodies in Surule. In Leary. Is this a war zone? You know when 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 you don't have when you don't when you haven't created a state where your officers, I know they answer federally, but if you haven't created an environment where police officers in your state are afraid to kill mm. because they know they'll and be, that they'll will be like, held so that's what I'm saying this is so why they, they will be killed back this is why I'm not a, this is why I'm because not washed because what's the punishment for murder this is why I'm not washed you can't you can't escal- constantly escalate situations and kill citizens you are paid to protect I'm sorry and that is on any level that includes I mean what's going far but let me just stick to the point of SARS and and the police state and the way the police reacts to Nigeria and the way the police treats Nigerians. Anybody listening, I don't care what age you are. Young Nigerians are not protesting because they so much love making noise on the streets and standing in the sun and looking like weirdos and having people insult them. We are literally being killed. And let me tell you something. Everybody thinks, oh, there's a level of... um, there's a, there's, there's, a, there's a level you get to. There's an elitism that protects you. It doesn't protect you. It cages you. Mm. Celebrities and rich people in Nigeria, you can't move without security. Yeah. Mm-hmm, that is mm-hmm, a cage. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Your yard will have gates, barbed wire, fence. You can't enjoy. And that is not... See, don't think it doesn't affect you. It's just that your mind has been colonized that you don't realize you're living in a cage. You can't come out. You can't come... Nigerian celebrities, you build these beautiful houses and you're locked inside. You can't go outside. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. What's the point? What is the point? And you think it's not... When you get there, you, or you always have to say, do you know who yeah. I am? Start making phone calls. If they don't recognize your son, you're calling your auntie that is a this. You're calling your uncle that is My dear, can you imagine office. that people will be arrested in this place? And the only way, the only way that you can get them out is to be finding who will call the top of the top of the top. Because the person who is in charge cannot do their fucking job Doesn't without being sense. told by somebody mm-hmm. else mm-hmm. that Omar, don't disgrace if you are, me. If you, are, if you are a middle class or upper class child or an upper class older person, we are not exempt See, it is a cage. This life that we think we are living, that you think this is just about poor, lower class people or people who don't fear God, we are all living in a cage. See, um, if I was God, I would much rather listen to American problems or problems of people from Norway. What is it? At this point, how many years of civilization? You haven't gotten your act together. It's still blood of Jesus you are using as protection. I mean, to be fair, to be fair to us, we're, we're still kind of young in terms of as a country. I mean, as a civilization. Oh, yeah, no, no, no. Civilization, that's a different. No, I'll just, I'll, <laughs> no as a I don't want to make reference to. No, as a country. As a, no, as a country. As a independence. country. Nigeria started yes. in 1960. Fair That's, enough. How old are we? 60, 60 years, have you? Yes. 2020. Yeah. But look at our yeah. mates now Indonesia, Singapore. What's your excuse? Are they our mates? Yes. Same exact number of years. Pretty much. 
Botswana, what's your what's the excuse? Yeah, we don't have an excuse. Well, our excuse is that we are coming from a very terrible era. I'm just giving excuses. Yeah, no, no, I know. We're coming from slavery. We're coming. It's a longer journey when we're still suffering PTSD. Mm-hmm. We still don't really believe in ourselves. We're still looking at the white man as no, superior I'm to I, us. I, you know, oh, these, these are real things. These are real things. These are real things. So coming enough. from you know, those, for those people, you can say they didn't really necessarily go through that. So for them, it was almost like a. I mean, it might not have been smooth, but it would have been a smoother, smoother. journey. Yeah. Exactly. Mm. But I mean. But Again, still, I would say no so, I'm no super proud of Nigerian young people because we've yeah. chopped inserts. Yeah. Ah, yeah. young we Nigerians. Are the, we, are, we are the most have chopped inserts. The most vibrant ah! black country in the world. Even if we are not, I try. <laughs> no, honestly, young Nigerians. If they see the kind of insults we've collected there. Eh? The kind of the, the disdain with which we are treated. Yeah, I'm just proud and happy. I'm part of this generation. Because I can say to my children, ha, my dear, I was there <laughs> on the front line. <laughs> ah, they were shooting us. We we're watching them like this. Say we are killers. <laughs> but yeah, I really, happy, I really, I really that. just want people to not get discouraged. Yeah. This, what is happening is normal yeah. in that the pushback is normal. Do you know why it is normal? Because before what we were getting was an immediate um, people would immediately kind of fake agree. Yeah. Yes. They, mm. So the government normally before, they'll just quickly say yes to all your demands and everything will be audio. This mm. pushback is actually normal. Mm-hmm. Think of the protests we've seen around the world recently. This type of pushback, yeah, oh Hong normal. Kong, the Hong Kong protests, for example. Oh normal. Ish. The Black Lives Matter movement, oh yeah, normal. BLM, Civil BLM, rights. It's normal. It's standard. Oh normal. So even, no, no, no. even, look, there was a point, there was a point during the, the protest that I was like, we should let people pass. We should let people pass. All those boys just gather and say, okay, we like you, boss. <laughs> they say, but my dear, if you don't clear out, she, Mother Teresa, that if she. you don't clear out, you will also be part of the problem. I just said, no problem, block it. <laughs> Enjoy yourself, dear. You, I said, have a good time. And then, you know, I thought about London protests, me too, blah, blah. I said, ah, not only would they have blocked the road, they would have cleared the whole area. In fact, they would have cleared it before the fact. So you, you can't even go mm-hmm. anywhere. They've blocked all the road for protests. And if you see pictures of protests yeah. elsewhere, yeah. what do you see? You just see people like ants, full, yeah, well, all one, over. One of our guys was, was messaging us today that, oh, oh the toll gate, there's so much traffic. There's... I said, are you mad? <laughs> if you are with us, should you even be sending me this message? That, oh, there's traffic. Oh, we should be... You are crazy. This is you should be the our... one blocking the road. Let, me, let me just, before we end, let me just say this thing. You guys, we can't afford. See, I don't think people understand. We can't afford to give up. My dear. Because, see, if you make the mistake of showing that, basically, after all this noise, is just noise. The reprisal. Do you know what it's going to say to the Nigerian police if we leave them, if after small pushback, we leave them the way we are? We are going to die like flies mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. they will not have that confidence. Yeah. May I tell you my state of mind? My state of mind right now eh, is we die here. Because like you said, if we now... If we acquiesce even a little, and, even a little... If they like, they should shoot all of us. But as we are right now, we are here until we see real tangible everybody's changes. everybody's mother is anxious i told my mommy that see other people's children like are dead, dead. Are that, people are, are losing dead. okay if they go shoot us let them shoot us if they shoot us oh you better kill us they, because they are if they dead, shoot us dead. And we don't die 
<laughs> okay, you are in trouble. It, see what they happened in Abuja now. The tear gas finish. <laughs> it finished and everybody turned their car back. See, I, the only funny thing is that you know Abuja people, they have vibes. So the way they were even moving in their convoy, I was like, hey, see these ones, fresh guys and girls. They ran, some of them ran, left their car, entered gutter. But when the bullets finished, when the water finished, when the tear gas finished, they still went back. They still went back. There's a spirit we have to show them. We can't have a breakable spirit. We can't have a spirit that they can easily break or fall. These people are in their 70s, their 80s, their 60s. They can't dictate like a poor quality of life for us for the rest of us. I have friends who have kids now. And they are so sad that this is... When we were, when we were 18, 19, we joked that our Nigeria can never be like this when we're in our 30s, man. During Corona, my friend said that she's so sad because she feels like her daughter suffered developmentally because she couldn't even take her to like parks, you know, because public parks are luxury. When we were 18, it was we had the future. We're not in our 30s, bro. My dear future has been coming <laughs> since. Leaders of tomorrow, 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 tomorrow is now. Tomorrow is now. It's about time. So Come please on. just whatever you can do, if you can do it. Uh-huh. Something I wanted to remember to say. There's something that Nigerians do. Mm -hmm. that I've noticed is our biggest problem. You see soldier, police, army, anybody in uniform intimidating somebody in a public public place. We mind our business too much. Mm. We look away too much. Do yeah. you know, I've noticed that thing. Let me say, let me say, no, 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 I'll, I'll explain to you. Yeah, 100% right. But this problem is a, it's almost a, like a general Nigerian mentality. Mm. So you see something happen, almost like you see your neighbor's house burning. And even though it's next door, but because the fire gate. is not reaching you, it's okay. You face your front. You don't try to help him put out that fire. So we are so selfish, innately. I think it's. I think I actually think it might be a throwback from the military era where people who helped are punished harder. And so now, did I mind your business? Should in case because imagine if you people have things to lose. So I always joke with my dad that me ulomo me loco. You know, there's a, there's a radicalness that comes with that, a freedom that comes with, you know. I know the way my parents think mm. because they have children. They have mm. children. They have things that they have old parents to take care of. They have things they're thinking about. But I think we have to relearn that thing. In, yeah, in, if everybody continues to think that, yeah, nobody will do anything I've now. been, you know, down to the little things. When I went to school, I think it was just going to school abroad and realizing how different things are. Even a public fight with two mates, you people get thing. involved. I think... Also, when you when you are in a functioning society, you just you start expecting things to work a certain way, and then when you come here and jam mm. certain levels of dysfunction, it's even surprising when it's a small thing goes the way you know the mm -hmm. way it should go. And it's things like this that just expose that we have nothing that's functioning zero. Can you imagine having to look for private ambulance up and down? That no. someone is shot somewhere. Yeah, barracks. And there's no medical personnel. Nobody, I hope my mom doesn't Nobody mind. can find them. But the day my grandmother died, I found her. I started thinking, okay, my mom is an only child. My grandmother died in our house. So all I kept thinking was, okay, this woman can't come home and see her mother like this. So I started making phone calls. I called my uncle. I told him what happened. And then I called my dad. And I said, okay, so the first thing we need to do is knowing my mom's temperament, let's just kind of make sure that um, grandma's body is not here. Like, there's just a way she needs to see her. It'll be traumatic. <clears throat> Omo. They said, um, somebody has come and pronounced the body dead. And all I kept thinking was, surely, like, if someone is coming, if you're calling an ambulance, 
there'll, there'll be somebody in the ambulance that can do that. Like, you know, somebody first has to pronounce the body dead, a certified health practitioner. And then I started looking for private ambulances. There's an ambulance at the time we lived in VGC, right in front of VGC in police in the fuel station. There was one there. But they said that the state had stopped funding LRU. So it was just decoration in essence. It was just dusty. I started calling friends. I started calling people. I called I called friends who work in government, who know people in government. We found one ambulance that was able to come to VGC from what do they call this place near Alausa. That one ambulance, right? In traffic. Do you know what our new prayer was? That my mom can't get to the house before the ambulance gets to the house. Mm. And then the thing I now thought of was, what if my grandmother had had, like, what if it wasn't, like, something that was supposed to be fatal? What if it was just, you know, something like a minor heart attack or something, just small, that she just needed urgent care and she would have been fine? I would have watched that woman just die in front of me for no reason. And that happens all the time. Every single day in this country. Every single, like every single day, as we're talking, it is happening. Yeah. Somebody's going to have a heart attack that should be minor. Yeah. And there's no ambulance. There's no, his parents no are going to, his children are going to struggle to carry him from upstairs to downstairs or inside to out. Yeah, oh, by the way, for the ambulance to move, he had to pay and then he had to see alert. Oh, yeah. So I think when we're talking about all the ways, my brother was ill when he was a kid, he was like three. And he started, he woke up one day, he was peeing blood, he went to last to lose. And I don't know which doctor we met that said maybe he played rough. They elbowed him or something that we should just wait a few days. <laughs> My last brother said, um, Kola, um, if you value this boy at all, I'm just thinking. Yes, I'm, <laughs> I'm just thinking. Carry him abroad. Cancer. So if we had left that boy here, that's why I me mean. I always tell my mom that I don't care if it's 80% tax they ask me for in England. I don't mm. give a shit. Mm. My brother did not, my parents did not pay a dime to Great Ormond Hospital. How, One pound did not long, leave their pockets. How long? When when are we gonna stop going to abroad? So when you, when you guys are thinking that what are you guys, what are we fighting for? This is it though. Mm. I got minorly robbed in Manchester. It wasn't even a big deal because I lived in one raggedy hood. I lived in Southford. <laughs> a mm. dirty and stupid place. I got, it wasn't even like it was just a he jimmied my window open and he kind of put his hand he was trying to see if there was like a phone or something he was just a petty robber Pol- the police mm. <laughs> came in searched everything mm. you know they checked on me the day after just hoping to see you're fine and all I kept thinking is this is what we are you guys you guys this is what we are fighting for you don't realize now mm. some of you are having small small children now mm. you're having high blood pressure because every time they go out God forbid they don't come back yeah. So man. this is what it is. It's not just about the Nigerian police. It's about proving a point it's that we can change the system. It's about everything. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. only recently that uh, politicians and uh, the public started becoming very friendly. It's a, and it's a very American thing. It's all about PR and marketing. Because in any in any civilized crime, there is a barrier between the people and the government. You have to keep them on their toes. Mm. Don't be washed by the idea that you're supposed to be super friendly with the government. Okay, it's like it's like maintaining a proper relationship with your staff. You get too friendly, and what happens? That is what we're supposed to be doing. Mm. It doesn't matter if it's your uncle, your mother-in-law, your brother, your cousin. Yeah, there is a role that they are in this in this capacity. There are roles you have to play, and you can't allow them pretend that it's about disrespect. That you allow them sleep on the job, and you can't ask questions. You can't. No, 
No, this is what it's about. Ah, the way they are talking to the commissioner is rude. The way we are dying is rude, mate. It's, it's, it's worse than rude. <laughs> the way we are dying is rude. So that's all there is to that. If he, if anybody said anything, remember Jimo Ibrahim's father crying. Remember him crying. Just look for that video and see that man. Jimo Isiak. Jimo Isiak. Mm. Remember, the, there's a video of his, they told this man so. that his child had, had died. And think of that when people want to. And just pray to God that your parents are never in that situation. Because that's all that can keep you a prayer. So we do few points of mind. I hope you are listening to this on the world front. Yeah, to be honest. <laughs> because if, to well, at the time this thing comes out, that's where I hope you people are. I hope you are listening <laughs> to this. Because if you are listening to this, that means you are in a comfortable place. No, now They can be... In, you know, the way we yeah. lamba now. Do you know, airport, in, yes, now. They can be listening they to this. They should it. be shouting. <laughs> and sounds now. <laughs> but yeah, so what is going to happen now is you are going to hear the account of a young woman. She wants to remain anonymous. Um her encounter with SARS. Mm-hmm. And I want, as you listen to it, I want you to think about like all the steps in which society breaks down and fails her, Nigerian society. From the beginning of the story to the end, just listen to it and think of all the ways Nigerian society has failed her. And that's what we're agitating for and that's what we're fighting for and that's what we're arguing for. All the stories you've he- heard today, they're all like real. It was It's not imagined circumstances. Foul story, my story... The guest stories, the voice notes you are going to hear. They are not, they are not, it's not, we didn't do it for demo. It's real. I'm sure Files loses money on top of this is Mr. Nigeria thing. It's not convenient for anybody. Don't, don't, don't think it's more convenient. There are some, you know, shafty fellows that are always trying to insert themselves in movements and make noise and make money out of it. But they are the exception, not the rule. Like, this shit is, this place is our country too. Okay. Nobody's more Nigerian than the other. Nobody's life is worth more than the other. Nobody came to this world to have a good life while others just came to suffer. It is environments that we create. So, guys, given that, should I say Aluta? Aluta continua. <laughs> yes, what he said. Lutes, baby. Greatest Nigerian youth. Lutes. What is Lutes? Kill share. No, that's so it. So, you have British passport? I do. Maria, please let's discuss. No problem, Since baby. First time I entered this place, I noticed that something about you. Oh shit! <laughs> okay, so my experience with SAS happened in 2017, and <laughs> fam. Anyway, um, I'll never forget. It was from October 18, 2017 till november 29th 2017 and i'll explain what i mean by that so what happened was um i was picked up with a friend of mine just not too far from the front of um there's a there's a student market area just beside or opposite city university and just across and there's a fuel station that you cross you know um you get across and there's a road and all that um and I was walking with my friend, and coincidentally, I just arrived in Ibadan that day, funny enough. So I still had my bag. I dropped my main box somewhere, and I still had my, my bag on me. My bag, had, my bag had, um, had my laptop, had my phone, my ID card, just my international passport was in it. Uh, a couple of documents um, were in my bag. And I was walking with my friend, and these guys pulled up with a Sienna, right? And this, all these um, 2002 model Sianas, you know, old, old ones, 
and they're wearing their usual black, you know, and they have this their jacket that says SARS or whatever, and they are armed, and they were, you know, normal, you know, gibberish. I don't understand Yoruba, um, but gibberish jokes, you know, all these young girls, well, now they go, things like that. My friend is very fair and pretty, <laughs> so they were, you know, nagging at her, and eventually one of them just said, you know what? get into the car in pigeon of course or he moved into the car enter car now you know and my instinct was just to <laughs> funny enough my instinct was not to run because running would not have saved us at that moment because these guys were armed and it was you know funny it was broad daylight it's like 1 p.m 2 p.m ish in the afternoon so it's not like you know um it was dark when people were seeing what's up but standard so i mean nobody's going to interfere and i just told my friend you know what Let's let's get in. Let's just go. Worst case scenario, what's gonna happen? They take money and we'll come down. My friend was already like, ah no, enter for what? What rubbish? You and who? You was doing that nonsense. I'm not entering anywhere. <laughs> and these guys are like, ah, when they play with us, we go enjoy you. And me, I just maybe that was my worst mistake to be honest. But <laughs> me, I just entered, and my friend followed suit after a while. And all the while she was she was annoyed. So she was shouting that for what? Why? Why are they putting us inside? You know, why they making us enter the car when we didn't do anything? What, what's, you know, my friend is, a, is very funny enough, but no longer even in contact because since I lost my phone, I've not been able to even catch on social media. But, um, yeah, back to the story. Um, she was just being very, you know, vocal. And me, I was calm because, see, I've seen rubbish before and I was like, let's just get you this nonsense. We got into the car, cut long story short these guys were making all sort of rant and i think say we be gala b and then they started a conversation amongst themselves because apparently they were on a mission they were they don't even they were not even based in a badon. i think they were passing through badon and they already had they had some sort of tax assignment whatever in abuja so they were actually headed out in that um that siana van they came up with they were actually headed out for a road trip to abuja literally and we're just unfortunate enough for them to see us on the road and fam just to cut long story short these guys they dropped off my friend at some point that's the funny part so we didn't even get to there's a place there's an area in ibadan it's called dube market right <clears throat> they didn't even get past dube market and they dropped my friend off for whatever reason that's why at that point in my mind all all my mind was reason that oh shit oh shit these guys have kidnapped me for maybe business reasons or <laughs> or one thing or the other you know um i didn't click that it was just them being their regular set of bandits and all and anyway, he dropped my friend off at some point, and they were like, "You ready some?" Because by then they had already searched our bags. My friend just had a, she just had her wallet. Me, I had my bag. By then they searched us, and I don't know whether they felt she had nothing to offer or something, or they just felt this one is talkative. Just throw her out, and maybe I should have been screaming as well. But they dropped her off, and at that point they. That's when they blindfolded me. At that point, I already pee. I, I had I had already started panicking. In fact, by the time we were an hour, by the time I realized that these guys were still driving for an hour without stopping yet, I mean, making a major stop, that's when I knew that, forgive my language, like things were fucked up. <laughs> that's when I literally peed on myself because I was like, oh God, is this how you're going to die from? Like, what's going on? Is this what's going to happen to you? Anyway, I... <laughs> These guys blindfolded me. At some point, they removed it. They were like, why are you panic? Waiting, they worry you. And I was like, yo, please, please, what's going on? If this is something we can resolve, where are we going? So they were like, when they go to Abuja, we're not going to drop you onto rich headquarters. Well. You know, we'll get something to sort out. When we reach there, you go settle us. 
and like i said again it's cut long story short this guy drove it takes over 12 hours we got to abuja very very in fact i don't know whether i was late that night or literally past it was like really early hours of the morning it was still night to me but it was like really really it was dark yeah it was really really dark it was really late and this guy took me straight to a police station unit in abuja and asked the police guys to <laughs> put me in jail and at that point i was disorientated why because i was very very confused now don't get me wrong i have links in abuja but that's not the point i was not Earlier the other day, I was in Ibadan, trying to sort out show my life. <laughs> the next thing I know, I'm sitting down inside jail in Abuja. How? How? Without any contact, they're taking my phone, they're taking everything. I couldn't contact anyone. The police guys were not cooperating there. Like, what you should do? Put them there. And they were like, put them there, she'll be criminal. Person, what we catch for here? Put them there, she'll be criminal. Nobody's asking questions. You know? Um, by the time they, you know, by the time it came to daybreak, these guys came around. Uh, not even them because there were like four I sat then but there were two that came down to pick us up there were two in the car and um, by the time the next day was just one one other guy that I didn't even see the previous day that came around and said that my, my guys told me that they dropped you oh yeah you go follow us do excursion today come out with us because he didn't want to target in the police station for reasons that are best known to them come out with us and took us out and took us not even us I'm seeing us because by the time I entered the van there were other some other guys there and one other lady um, there and they took us to their major units in in Abuja. They have their own SAS station, which is not which is different from the regular police station. Took us the very 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 rare place. I saw guys locked up in in like hallways like animals. You know, you know these guys were ugh, these guys were using class to wipe guys on the back. They were picking random guys from the room, bringing them there, and the first thing they do before they start questioning you, asking for money. At that point, at least what I saw is that they make you hold a weapon. They take a, a portrait picture of you, like a photograph, right? Which they tell you, they threaten you that, oh God, we don't already snap away the whole weapon. You'll be criminal now. So if you do anyhow, you know, we go post them for, because they have a, they have um, this what like a board, you know, they post it on their board and they do that because they need justification for their orgas. Because most of their orgas know that these guys are crooks, but they don't know how terrible it is. So when they when their orgas come around and the orgas are like, Well, this they have all sorts of, you know, framed evidence to show and say, Our guys wanna criminal, we'll catch them here, we'll catch them there. You know? And <laughs> anyway, that's digressing. These guys were flogging young boys with a class. They were using like, you know how you wrap stone inside clothes and you hit somebody's leg. They were literally torturing people in my whole life, fam. Maybe I'm an adebota, whatever you want to call it. <laughs> but my whole life, I've never, I had never, apart from movies, which I don't even watch rubbish, but I had never seen anything like that. And I was seeing it in real time. I panicked. At this point, I was literally mute because all I was processing in my head is you're, you're finished, baby, you're gone. That, that's it. This is how your life is going to come to an end, you know? And it worked. Maybe they wanted me to see that to be really afraid. And it really worked because... <laughs> um, some other guy came in i could tell that this guy was pure oibo like igb or something because he had the accent he was literally driving like a flashy new um, um what's it called this toyota camry muscle or whatever which he just bought but he was explaining i could hear you know from from talks he was literally trying to drive down to Enugu to give to his mother and these guys were like they found dollars on him cash meanwhile this is already evening you know all the day had passed we're just there seeing all sorts of things seeing all sorts of atrocities hearing bullet sounds coming from the back we don't know who they were shooting people were panicking 
Um, all I can tell you is that this guy followed them to the back. We had bullet shots. This guy did not come back. By the time before they are taking him there, these guys had made this boy take a picture with the weapon and they had posted it. And by the time they came back, they were talking among themselves. The guy no corporate, the guy no corporate. So obviously they are taking the fresh dollars that was on him and the fucking car. They are taking the car. We didn't see this guy again and it was the other lady who was a sex worker that was explaining to me that, oh my auntie, this is normal, why they shake? And I was like, what, what the hell do you mean by why they shake? And she's like, ah, no, no, this is normal. This is normal that I never even see anything. This one is standard. Anyway, I... <laughs> this guy took me to an interrogation room, asked me to write, gave me two options, write a statement um, and sign it or we will write it for you don't worry don't stress yourself we'll do the writing by ourselves, but you have to sign it and my question was why and apparently i just realized it was leverage for them because their own is that look you're already in a messed up situation right we have to be able to defend why we have you this long so incriminate yourself you know and uh, what were they asking me for they're asking me for some money about 1M or whatever and I was like I don't understand because you saw a MacBook where I need techno phantom whatever in my back. And oh I think they either they went to my passport so they saw some stamps here and there. It's not even traveled much to be honest but you know like oh you don't go this place you get money now you're there right now your family there right now call someone I'm like how am I supposed to call someone when you have my phone fam give me my phone and I'll call someone <laughs> They didn't get my phone, they refused, they're like, you're supposed to, I mean, you have a laptop, open your laptop, made me write my password, made me write um, my email, oh, fucking hell, man, I'm so sorry, this is just stressful, anyway, made me write my, my, my email address, and <laughs> my password, <laughs> you know, I would make jokes in the past to my friends that even if somebody has a gun to my head, I will not do certain things, but fam, I was writing it for them like a playbook, I'm like, what, what else do you want? <laughs> I wrote, I had to write my email address and my password so these guys could log on on their own device and go through shit. And I think that's where, that's where things became really messed up for me because, pff, I don't know, in retrospect, I just see more and more mistakes I made, but I don't know what the other option would have been, you know? Went through my email and they were seeing interaction with clients, which I was freaking worried about because I found out later they, they reached out to, even then my old Twitter account as I then, they reached out to some of my contacts asking, asking for money. And thankfully my contacts were smart enough not to even respond because they know there's no way in hell, <laughs> there's no way, you know, this babe is going to ask us for money just randomly like this. So I, they knew I was hacked or something. Anyway, I think because of the email threads they saw, interactions or whatever, you know, they know where to check. They felt that ah, this one is boxed. We don't hammer or something. And they were asking us, tell us where you kept all your money. You can see your interaction with your clients. In fact, we don't even want that one million. That's not what's doing us again. Tell us where the fuck you kept your money. Tell us where this money is, you know, or we'll deal with you. <sighs> Cut the long story short again, because if I keep on going into details, go, go, go for hours. These guys frame me with fraud frame me with what was the other allegation uh i'm attempted suicide <laughs> which is illegal in nigeria by the way there were three there were three and the third one is i can't i don't know it's not coming to my mind now but it was something ridiculous frame you know frame what i mean frame basically they write a statement and they make you attest to that so you sign and i did i fucking did i'm sorry <laughs> i signed it <laughs> just the first another step to reading my life because at that point i was like well either this or you die i mean i if they can waste young guys that are 
coming in my before before who am i <laughs> you know just collateral damage because either way one has to give if i if i if i get out of here they're in trouble if i don't get out of here better for them right so i did that and yo um when i mean after all of that at some point i went mute but when i mean that i mean that literally because the following days they will bring me out and start interrogation afresh where's the money where where do you where do you keep your money or your clients money where do you keep them these people you deal with how can we assess the money where do you have housing where do you have this and all the, all of that shit by the time they were doing all of those things from i was mute now i don't know whether to tell you because i was traumatized or because of what i was just mute because i don't know what sleeping in jail for more than 24 hours at that point what leads me mentally because because Nigerian jails and it's not what they show you in the movies, you know, fam. It's it's freaking broken cement floor. If you're lucky, there's a pit toilet latrine somewhere. If you're not lucky, there's a bucket. In my case, it was boats. There's a bucket beside there where other female people that they jail. This is a jail, not prison or jail. You know, are shitting and pissing inside, and somebody who is the newcomer has to be in charge of wiping that. Unfortunately, I was a newcomer. So imagine all the shit I had to do. <laughs> you know, it's like a it's like a system of who is in charge here. You know. <laughs> and I was literally sleeping on the floor with people that I'm sorry to say before then I would look down on because I'm like, ah, it's not so I'm all that, but thank God my family is okay. You know, and I was I was sleeping on the floor, <laughs> not even with masks because as a newcomer, you don't have that, you know, toilet smell going directly into your nose, you know, no food because they didn't even let you have access to money. People that were feeding me were sex workers, people that helped me out were the armageries that were there, you know. <laughs> the people that were feeding me and taking care of me next couple of days as these guys were and by that time they had something to talk to the police at the police stations where they locked me up because the police stations they have their tpos and tpos like why is this person here and they will come and do rounds every other day and these human rights people come around like i think every week or something and when they come around they start explaining everybody's case and they're like this one ah now fraud though now fraud now so so and so millions of fraud should do plus attempted to say blah blah and by the time they say, explain yourself, by the time you open my mouth, my friend, shut up. Shut up. What do you know? Keep quiet there. She's a thief. thief. Man, some police officers that didn't even know me from Adam and, Adam and Eve, the names were calling me. And at some point, I started sounding stupid because I was like, can't you hear the English that's coming from my mouth? Excuse me. I'm, I'm, I'm educated. I'm from a good background. Please, just let me contact my family. And if you have an accusation, we can sort it out. And pff, I'm digressing too much. By the time I had, before I could get access to... My family lawyer, um, <laughs> illegally from jail, because some people sneak shit in, and we're able to have phone calls, and people bribe the police and get um, airtime and all that. By the time I was able to find, thankfully, the only person's number I know in my head to date is my dad's number, and I regretted it that day because I should know more. I didn't even know my own number offered. Um, not, not that I regretted reaching out to my dad. I mean, I wish I had other people's number, because when I'm in crisis, the first person I want to call is not my dad, because my dad is, like, military. <laughs> Like, it's not the kind of person you just call and start telling stories. Just go straight to the point. It would have been easier to speak to my mom first. But I am finally found a way to contact my family. And by then, this was already three weeks had already passed, mind you, um, before a family lawyer could trace the police station. I was in Abuja and calmed down. And then it became, it became why I ended up spending about 42 days because I was counting. Um, six weeks, in fact, was because it's not as simple as that. When the lawyer comes, it's not as simple. By then, the SARS guys had, mind you, remember, they just came to Abuja for an assignment. They're not stationed there. They came all the way from, you know, wherever. And by then, these guys had abandoned me there because nothing was coming out. I was not giving them anything. I had signed some useless thing. And, of course, it's not in there, but they, by then, they had abandoned me there. They had gone back to wherever. By the time my family lawyer came, 
the first thing he had to do or the first thing he needed to do was to you know clear off or because you you've signed you you your signature is there you know you've i mean it's easy in retrospect to say why didn't you put a fake signature but it doesn't work like that <laughs> at that point you're not thinking and the first process is they have to take you to court first um to get bail um which they quickly did and at that point you know bail is not free that thing is bullshit you know they said my bill at like five hundred thousand naira or something like that and they needed a guarantor someone who could attest for me that i would not run away or something because of the kind of charges that were placed on me you know and my family was so confused because they're like how how do you have all these charges what the hell did you get yourself into what's going on here we don't understand my family was so confused and the story just wasn't adding up how are you even here we thought you were my mom my mom had panic my mom ended up in hospital high blood pressure everything my dad thought i died you know everybody was like how do you get from this and i've had problems before in my life so they're like why is it always wahala what's what's all this you know which one is that you're saying that you didn't do all this shit but you signed to it how can you attest to something you didn't do and that's like even if they put gun on your head how can you be signing what you didn't do are you mad you know it became complicated and the magistrate is like eh there's a case here for you to say you know you're not the ones that you're not the one that wrote the statement or whatever but that has to be defended that has to be proved in court and who's going to investigate it the police so mind you in that case had <laughs> come up so they, they, they tried to get my bail the process between because we'll go to we'll go to the court magistrate is not sitting that day or we'll go to court um magistrate to sign finally did by the day the day magistrate signed another three weeks had passed that was the 40th day. not even know that was the 40th day on the on the dot i was counting and by the time magistrate has signed now they said they had to take the whatever thing she signed to to someone else or whatever and at that day um you know the office had closed so i had to i, I had to sleep in prison first <laughs> oh fucking hell man my life jesus so it's just so embarrassing it's just so sad I had to sleep in prison first, and when they were able to take the paper to whoever, then they'll come and get me. But number one, two things were now complicated because I now had bail on paper. I couldn't go back to the jail because you're no longer allowed to be legally there. Now, the second thing is... <laughs> um, the second thing is, you know, you you also can't go home because you have to finalize some other paperwork. So where do you sleep? You go and sleep at the prison. And these guys took me to... <sighs> These guys took me to Cafe Prison in Nasarawa State because that's the closest. They took me there. I spent two nights there. That's a that's a completely that's a completely different story. I'm not even going to get into that at all. Probably end up making a movie about it or something when I finish running away from this country and I've left this mad place. But um yeah, I spent two nights in Cafe Prison came out eventually and then we had to spend time in court because we still have to remember we still have the court case of the things that were allegedly put against me and we had to spend time and that acting you mentioned this officer mentioned the person that brought you who brought you here how did they bring you here things like that and you can't because you don't know you don't know who they are can't mention it because you don't know who they are and the people who can help you out are the police people who were on duty on counter the day you came around and those ones are not willing to incriminate incriminate i, I mean you know they're their fellow <laughs> officers you know and it was just see i don't know it's even geez it's, it's already so long and this is me even summarizing see my life just got really complicated i just i went from literally just walking across the street with my friend but then mind you my friend by the time she got off i, I found out later my family was telling me 
my friend tried to reach out to her and by the time we tried to reach out to her back by the time i tried to reach out to her back then in fact my, my instinct when i came out was not to reach out to anybody to be honest but eventually when i tried to get her number back by then by then my by then my family had already by then by then my family had already taken what's it called her number right i mean no not taking her number by then they couldn't track her number on the phone anymore whatever and that was just it but she reached out to them and she was saying that they picked both of us together and that's why my dad thought i was dead that's why my parents thought i was wasted because they're like they picked you guys up guys that were armed and after 28 for eight hours one week two weeks three weeks we've not heard from her then obviously you know she's wasted or something anyway my life just got very complicated i got from just simply walking on a regular day where you're waiting and trying to sort shit out with your life to going invisible my i have my business partners can attest to it. my business partner literally lost it was like one minute while talking about hey i'm coming to lagos tomorrow morning man sort out some meetings and stuff the next minute boom <laughs> disappeared from the surface of the earth uh what's it called my family you know it was just people my clients who got worried you know how do you go from managing things for for us to disappearing so people were even thinking ah this one has disappeared with client money hey maybe she has defrauded us you know all sorts of nonsense because you don't just disappear but that's what happened to me i never got my my laptop back never got my phone back never got my international passport back never all of those things i had to start a fresh one or the other but the things i saw in that place that's when i i didn't i didn't realize how bad and how terrible this situation with these ass guys is or the kind of things they do and my story is a soft one mind you my story is a soft one because i saw worse i saw people were there for longer and it was just simply because they were picked up and framed i saw people who landed in prison because somebody said they stole five thousand naira phone <laughs> i don't know you know i could say maybe everything happens for a reason if that can sound like bullshit but i mean my point in, in that is that having that experience showed me a lot of things that i would never believe outside that once i start talking you know give me a lot of context about a lot of things and <clears throat> not even would i share but you know a lot of things that are happening in this country tell me how rotten how rotten how rotten it is you know how rotten the system is you know and sure my life just went from point zero to points like points from point 100 to point zero rather and it was just it was rather unfortunate and it's worse there are guys that never made it out that guy's face that guy that they wasted who was the guy that came from yankee he was trying to give his um but his mother a new car whatever and he was surprising his mom because i realized from the conversations that his mom didn't even know he was back in nigeria that guy's story that guy's picture his face because he had dreadlocks actually his face haunted me for months because i would see it in my sleep i would see you know not like a spiritual thing or anything just a picture you know i had signed myself up for therapy because of the shit apart from the shit i saw sleeping conditions where i had to be things i had to go through you know especially coming from where i'm coming from in my life i've never been exposed to that kind of i don't know i've never been exposed to that that kind of situation before I had signed myself. My family even knew at some point that I signed myself up for family for therapy because I didn't want to start to bother anybody. I felt like I was already too much of a burden. I just figured out my way and did online therapy with someone I found online that's based in Lekki or whatever. And we had a couple of sessions and just helped me on 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 body. I took a long couple of months off. I didn't get in touch with everybody because I had to go to the hospital to do checkups. I had to sort out myself, you know, get in shape. I looked like a monster when I came out eventually. Cab cab guys. 
um, eventually when I when I got out, I because I, I slept, I spent two nights in prison, and eventually when they got the notice that I could go, my lawyer had not even arrived, so they came to tell me from prison that you can go, sign all the paperwork. If you go to prison registry in Kapinasuaras, with I swear you'll probably find my record. <laughs> you know that's how terrible it is. That's how terrible. That's how fucked up it is. Do you understand? It's literally like having an, an ex-convict status for what? Let's not get into that. Let's not get into that. Leave that one. Um, so this guy had to let me go. I could even wait for anybody. Like, just go to the street and find a cab, find your way home from Nasarawa State, which is not so far from Apujesha. And every I, I got to the point in the road where every cab I would stop to take me home. Do you want to take? Because I thought I was a madman because I looked. You know, I lost weight. My head was looking big. I was looking so dark. My clothes were looking. You know, my clothes were not all that great. Some kind of person you want to enter your cab because you don't know I have money to pay. And eventually, one guy, God bless his heart, agreed to take me because I remember my sister's address. One of my cousins in Abuja took me to her front door, took me to the house, and then I had to tell her to pay him. That's why I came out of that. And the rest is history for another day. But like I said, there are guys who never made it. There are people who stayed there longer. The people who ended up being in, and it's not even just about SARS, the police guys are in as well. Because while I was in jail, I would see they would bring, like, you know, sex workers in, gather them with truck, bring them in, and all they want to do is just get 5,000 5, air bill. Because them, to them, they are doing the numbers. Multiply it across, you know. <laughs> and they bought for that weekend. That's how they said to themselves. And the system is corrupt. The system is corrupt. That's why I said there's no bottom to it. There's no bottom to it. The stories are too many. Some of the stories are unbelievable. And I mean unbelievable, unbelievable. Even me that saw some people's own uh, situations face direct, like face to face, were inside the same jail. They were telling us all their shit. Even me in that situation, I still could not believe the shit. Talk more or less of, you know, regular. And, and, and if you're coming from a place of privilege, it's, um, you know, it makes no sense. Because what the, what the hell do you mean? You know, but yeah, yeah, that's it. I think it's, it's long enough. It's getting too long, so sorry. Um, but that's my story. That's what happened to me. Mm, sure worse situations have happened, happened to others. This is not, this ends thing. It's not about, it's not a man or woman thing. It's a human being thing. It's a human life matter thing. People's stories are buried on that. Some of even the guys in the authorities, it's very confusing. Some of them know what's going on. Some of them have no clue because you can't be from your office giving instructions, know what's no, no, and, and you know, and have any idea what's happening on the streets. You know, some of these guys plant items, they plant weed, they plant cocaine, especially in the Abuja. They plant all sorts of shits in young guys' cars just to frame them. And they do that sometimes, they succeed. Unfortunately, in my case, they didn't succeed because my head was strong headed. I was like, you guys have already gotten to a point where you've wrecked my life. So you see, all of us, we die here, one cobble. To be honest, I could have transferred some money from them if they had given me my phone. But I was like, you see, all of us would die here because after you go and I give you money, who's going to unsign that shit already signed? Do you understand? Like, to, for you to have them, they were like, they would tear it up. And it's like, it's a lie. You won't tear shit up because you know I'll come for you. You know? Um, so this thing that's happening with protests now is the biggest... Um, yeah, Jola, this is me saying to you directly. This is it's the biggest closure anybody can have. The guys that never made it out. The guys that even died as recently as in this protest. It's the biggest closure anybody can get. People don't understand how deep it is, but it's deep. It's very, very deep. Nigeria is a fucked up place very very fucked up place and something as simple as this is all the closure we need because it means something has to happen and my worry is that if nothing happens the youths are more fucked up than ever i'm so sorry i'm cursing i'm so sorry but the youths are more messed up than ever you feel me i'm gonna let you go now if you have any questions just let me know
Tschüss.